Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. How's everybody doing? Clip. Hey, man, good to see you, brother. Have you scanned your MVP card? Breakfast was three eggs, scrambled light with grits and extra crispy bacon. Clip, what's up? It's Brad. I know, Clip, but people are looking for you to sprinkle your magic fairy dust on this whole thing and make it all better. Let's get to that conversation now. Here is uh, that. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome in to Pirate Radio Live here on a Wednesday. Clip Brock here with you inside the Pirate Radio Studios. Coming to you on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. We're on 1250, 930 online, PR927FM.com. We'd love for you to be a part of today's show on Facebook Live and YouTube. Been having fun with the chat game. Been seeing the numbers grow on the YouTube. So uh, give us a like, give us a subscribe, and uh, you will be notified every time we drop something on Pirate Radio TV. And uh, that includes this program, The Brian Bailey Show, our ECU interviews uh, post game with Coach Schwartz for basketball. Soon enough, we'll uh, be having some baseball content on there. So uh, a lot going on, and we are covering it all here at Pirate Radio. Uh, Shirley Rhodes is here on a Wednesday. The Chan Man is here, and we've got some guests to get to, including Ken Wadlington from WNCT Channel 9. He joins us on a Wednesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Uh, No Patrick Mason on the description. And that is because he is under the weather. We hope P Mace is feeling better. And <laughs> you okay, Chandler? What's wrong? Pat- I thought I forgot his name again. <laughs> well, well, I, I kind of did. did. I kind of did. But I mean, you're it, off the hook today. It doesn't matter because he's not on the show. He is. Uh, under- I keep thinking it's Tuesday. Why is that? I wonder. I don't know. What feels like a what about today feels Tuesday ish to you? I don't know. Like I keep thinking to myself, like, oh yeah, it, yesterday was Monday. We had our staff meeting because we brought up the staff meeting earlier. Did you today, miss a like, day? I don't know, but like when you said Ken Watlington earlier, I was like, why is he on a Tuesday? In my head, hmm. I don't know. It's weird. Well, welcome to Wednesday, buddy. All right, cool. Coming I'm, up, I, I was just going to say I'm glad it is Wednesday because I'm looking forward to AJ McMurphy's tonight. So if you didn't just find out it was Wednesday, if we never said welcome into a Wednesday edition, it's Wednesday, you would have just been sitting at home being like, God, I can't wait till tomorrow night. You or like one of my trivia partners would have been like texting me saying, where are you at? And then like 5 and I've been tomorrow night, you would have showed up at AJ's and we'd have been in Minji's for a basketball game. You've just been a day behind, but we, we, we got you caught up now uh so we are uh we're good to go there uh cory glore will join us hello he's uh he's filling in oh goodness me oh my so the injured patrick mason will preview the american championship tulane and smu uh si seymour will join us on the show to talk pirate hoops we'll talk ecu uncw and more and coming up at 5 30 we will talk nutcracker 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 it's that time of it's year. It's nutcracker season. And we'll tell you all about it 
coming up in hour three. All right. Um, chat gang is slowly filing in. Got a couple of local jokers, Jamie and Eric. Uh, uh, Jamie says something about the baseball schedule that we'll get to in a moment. He says Chandler is forgetful of what day it is. That's what happens when you're leaving early so much. Would you like to address that or no? Because I'm leaving early so much? That's his words, yeah. Uh, work. Sales things. Grind never stops. Uh, treasure chest, which is opening up next Monday. Mm-hmm. And guess what? I got I got a list. Wait, what's that? Is that the list? I got, uh, I don't know if it's the list, but it's a list. Because our great salespeople are going to add even more to this list. Yeah. But it is a lengthy list. And there's some, pick a number, Chandler, between like 1 and 12. Uh, let's do 6. All right, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. A Bud Light umbrella and tailgate chair from Bud Light and a Bud Light dartboard and two cases of Bud Light from Carolina Eagle Distributing. That's all in one. That's one prize. The treasure chest is huge this year. Pick another number. Uh, Let's go three. A pirate welcome sign and a $50 gift card from UB. UB. Hey, I'm feeling jolly. Pick one more number. Let's go lucky number nine. Two, four, six, eight, nine. Okay. Let's see. But, but, <laughs> good gracious! So we're giving away butt this year. <laughs> Budweiser mirror, Bush light neon, and Bojangles hard sweet tea neon, and two cases of Bud Light from Carolina Eagle Distributing. So we've got two monster. We could split this up into like four prizes, but we're splitting it into two. Uh, the Carolina Eagle Distributing is uh, giving away some really cool stuff this year. So your man cave is going to be noise, noise, and toit. All right, uh, Eric says when P Mace is sick, does he still eat soup, or has he ruined his tolerance? Great question. I was just going to say you said soup. My grandma asked me today because I'm going home this weekend. I'm going home. She said, "How about some veggie soup?" Mm. I'm I'm gonna have some of grandma's veggie soup. Mm can't wait can't wait bart scott uh pirate gt wants to talk a little football we'll get to that in a moment i promise uh let's see kenny curlings is singing zombie by cranberries zombie john moody says have you scanned your mvp card have you scanned your mvp card jonathan fields wants to hear prize number eight all right jonathan two one hundred dollar gift card to Fleet Feet, <laughs> sponsor of our rundown. They'll get you in the right shoe. Could that be you, Jonathan Fields? Will you be running through fields in your Fleet Feet shoes? Good one. Will you be fieldsing ground balls? <laughs> fieldsing in your new, brand new Fleet Feets. Went by there today, and uh, they were busy in there. A lot of one-on-one service going on for the holiday season. Just one on. They never play zone. Nope. They're always man to man. Man to man. Man to man. <laughs> Fleet feet comes out. Man to man. <laughs> K 
Kenny Curling says 40 bowls. Kenny, I cannot wait until the bowl schedule drops so we can start breaking out 40 bowls in 14 days. 40 bowls in 14 days. We're going to make all the picks. We're going to talk about all the games, and East Carolina will not be in one of those games. Sadly. Sadly. I feel spoiled as an East, as someone that covers ECU and is an ECU fan. Back-to-back years with a bowl game appearance and not having one stinks. Mm-hmm. You just get spoiled. Yeah. And when things are spoiled, they stink. Yeah, exactly. Boy, that took you a while. <laughs> What's that smell? ECU not being in a bowl game. Robert says, word up. Can I sit in the general area of 213? Promise I will behave. Now, Robert, just because we run 213 doesn't mean we run 213. Just because we own 213 doesn't mean we own 213. Now, we, anybody with a ticket is a, is able to sit up there. What were you going to say, Chandler? Well, I mean, he we could say, yes, you can come hang out with us. But now there is some ushers in there that take their job very seriously. Usher Raymond. And, yeah, Usher, like the singer. Um, That's Usher Raymond. Oh, is it really? <laughs> I never knew that. You never knew? He spelled out his freaking name in a song. He's the U-S-H-E-R-R-A-Y-M-O-N-D. Now, t- baby, tell me what you want to do to me. <laughs> man, I did not know that. Now you know. All right, but no, like an usher can go in there and say, hey, man, you got to get out. Yeah. You got to get out and of the And we seat. don't, we can't really. And then we can't say anything after that. So, yeah, at your own risk. How much are you willing to risk to come sit with me and Clip? Chandler, you'll like this. Pirate GT says, by the way, Clip, are you kin to the owner at Familia, Andrew? You two look like brothers. Wow. <laughs> I, I'm going to screen record that and send it to Andrew. Uh, I'm not his brother. He has a brother. I went to school with Andrew and his brother. I've known them a long time. The Harris bros. And uh, great guy. And he also has a brother-in-law. Tony Dunn. Tony Dunn. I wish I was his brother. I'd be eating pasta every night. <laughs> that's familiar all right tyler's in the house jamie will get to your question in a moment all right i think we've got through all the small talk here shirley how you doing how you doing Charles? and you know what i haven't asked how you're doing how you doing doing all right today uh was a monumentous day at pirate radio was it (laughs) yeah i showed up to work like two hours before shirley yeah that never happens what was going on a little something that people are going to be excited about that we can't talk about right oh, now. Man. Yeah, we can't talk about it, but I did roll up, walked in the door, and I was like, hey. He's like, this has never happened yeah. in the history of me working here. And I've, I've been feeling it. I don't know how you early morning folks do it. Because usually at about this time, we're napping. Mm, I called me a little caddy nap earlier today. That's really the only way you can do it when you have to get up that early in the morning. By the way, uh, talking about Familia earlier, they have a cheesesteak crunch this week. You can get a cheesesteak crunch. What is that? Uh, with french fries for eight bucks. So it's like a cheesesteak and I guess, you know. Like yeah. a crunchy wrap? Like, like a, a crunchy crunch wrap, wrap supreme? Like a crunch wrap supreme. Crunch wrap cheesesteak. Side of fries, eight bucks. That looks good. I like their fries. You think like Italian place, like fries? but yeah fries fries i like their fries good stuff all right we got people in the chat wanting to talk sports so let's do it let me get to the sports questions uh jamie 
and this will all be a part of our fleet feet rundown because we got schedule we got all conference teams we've got transfers we've got an oc search we got it all jamie says he was hoping to see baseball add coastal or another acc team to the schedule but it didn't happen jamie hoped in one hand and you know what it in the other and saw which one filled up first um it is another attractive schedule i would say for ecu baseball kind of comical that the hold up as to why the schedule hasn't been released before now is they were waiting on a uh destination location the carolina series i feel like you're gonna put this all together at some point you're just kind of saying words right now they're <laughs> they're gonna trying to figure out the logistics of the uh carolina series I guess. all right sure uh the neutral site venue for north carolina east carolina and as the schedule is released it still still says to be determined so this could have been released like two months ago um not going to go through the whole thing i will tell you that the leclerc classic features purdue mm. cal state fullerton Ooh. man i'm a titans guy titans dietrich coming back to town and southeastern louisiana the lions they always have a good program uh, of course without looking you can uh figure out the first road midweek opponent for ecu at campbell like it is every year uh north carolina will be in greenville on sunday the 25th pirates will be at boshomer stadium on friday the 23rd in between it still says tbd so that location uh to be determined uh north carolina okay i mentioned that uh we've got nc state on the road april 2nd we've got at the only game duke at home may the 7th nc state at home on the 23rd uh uncw on the road march 12th uncw at home on the 26th a bunch of familiar faces and foes on the schedule this year you know what threw me about the schedule what threw you for a loop okay if you scroll down uh some of these uh if you're looking at uh the i guess it's the printable schedule pdf file uh they show the home games in bold yeah and the away games obviously in regular print but some of those games have like little plus signs beside them Mm -hmm. well when i got down to where it said purdue there was an exclamation point and i was like well that's awfully presumptuous to make that one really excitable i was like purdue purdue (laughs) cal state fullerton And I was like, good Lord. Because what's it? they're and in all caps, bold, and exclamation point. point. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, what in the world? And I, it finally it dawned on me. For, like, I just had like that brain fart for like two seconds. And I couldn't figure it out. And finally, I scrolled down to the bottom. I was like, oh, it denotes that it's the Keith LeClaire Classic. But I was thinking to myself, I was like, why are they just shouting Purdue at me right now? Purdue! You silly goose. I know. Surely. it was, But You're it did throw me. It threw me for a second. And then I, I was like, oh, okay, back on track. You guys want to take a crack 
at how many days away we are from first pitch on the David Price construction countdown to first pitch? And I'm going to put... Subtract and pull in to carry the three. Hold on, 33, and then January is 30 and 31, so I'm going to say 63 there, and then I'm going to say 63, it might be about 74, 70, 77. Man, so close. 79 days away. 79 days away on the David Price construction countdown to first pitch. If I'd have looked at the date, I could have got it exact, but I was doing some figuring. But I'll take that. Two days off. It's pretty good. Usually, pretty I, impressive. usually I take no days off. <laughs> Today I'll take two days off. <laughs> you, you, <laughs> you look like Zach Galifianakis. You look like a damn. <laughs> watch, watch your mouth, buddy. <laughs> but you look like the Zach Galifianakis meme or GIF, GIF, whatever you want to call it, with all those numbers were going in front of his face. Thank you. Pirate GT says, can we please discuss what Shane Montgomery's role is, was for our offense? Grapevine hearing he be maybe, he may be moving to the OC role. I don't know what grapevine you've been swinging on there. Grape ape. Um, I, I want to be real and not rude. Mm, what's the between there? I don't know. This guy was just on the worst offensive team in the country just about, and now he's going to be offensive coordinator. So he was an offensive analyst. Uh, He was in his first season as senior offensive analyst at East Carolina. How much does the blame go on him, though? None, but uh, so so you won't Shane Montgomery? Uh, Did I say that? No. Did I say that? I don't think I did. No, you didn't. But should we not hire him because he was on the staff? Yes. (laughs) <laughs> yes I don't know I don't think I think you give him a, like, at least an interview Shane what do what what team were you a part of last season East Carolina uh, how'd you guys do offensively uh, we're bottom of the barrel so All exactly right. how did you analyze the offense I went hmm, hmm. this you, is an offense what did you analyze when you were looking at it Again, like I, okay. I would, I would, I would ask him what would he do differently. How are you going to put points on the board? What's your philosophy? Did they not ask him this while he was on the staff? I'm sure they had these discussions as he was wow. analyzing things. I don't know. I think that's a shame to not give him at least a shot. <laughs> <laughs> a shame. Yeah. You're being very rude right now. <laughs> <laughs> you're not being real, but you're being very rude. So Shane Montgomery is a candidate for you, in your opinion. He's somewhere on the list. All right. He's not on my list. I would just say that. So what, is, so what does he do? Well, He's an offensive analyst? Yeah. So does he have any say-so on what should be ran? I don't know. I don't know what his duties are, but I would rather have a guy that was just an offensive coordinator for a productive offense coming in to be this offensive coordinator. Okay. That Those are the guys on and my And once list. again, I did not say I wanted Shane Montgomery as our offensive coordinator. I know. You just said he's on your list. He's not on my list. He's not on your list at all? Nope. Didn't make the is list. Is his kiss on your list? Yes, because he is a pretty handsome guy. He's on my list, but man. All right. He's not top three. 
Well, good luck, man. I hope we get him for your sake. I don't want Shane Montgomery. Whoa, why you got to be mean like that, dude? <laughs> um, I'm saying Chandler. I'd rather have a guy that was in the offensive coordinator role last year or a head coach role that could uh, come in and, and work the offense. Shane Montgomery was a head coach. Not last year. He was the offensive analyst for one of the worst offenses in America. Give him a shot. That we saw. This is not give him a shot, Chandler. This is Mike Houston fighting for his job. He's not at give him a shot territory. He's at we better win and put up some points or I'm gone territory. Get that through your skull. Is he back on the staff next year? Is he analyzing the offense next year? Maybe. But, I mean, I don't know how it all works. All these guys are year to year anyway. So, Mike Houston is loyal, which is a great thing. But he's also got to revamp everything. So, if he looks at it and, and I mean, to be honest, we we did not have the personnel to have a good offense last year. We did not have the quarterback to have a good offense last year. So it's really not Shane Montgomery's fault. It's not. But it's not his fault. You're just putting him on a I'm list. A Shane, I'm a Shane Montgomery backer, man. Why are I, I don't what has he done in his career that has impressed you so much? I don't know. Good answer. Uh, <laughs> Great off, answer. Off, offensive analyst at East Carolina. <laughs> Doesn't take much to impress you, I guess. All right, um, we have to update our portal list. So, Chon, you told me earlier that a long snapper is gone. Brock Winstead, out. Jamie asked, is Chon sad about the long snapper transferring? I love I love seeing long snappers on the move. Go do you. Go eat. Go out there and eat. Even if it's leaving East Carolina? I like that you're not a hypocrite. No. You want all long snappers to get theirs. Get go and eat just like our guy did at lsu right just got just like our guy did at lsu what's his name uh slade roy slade gotta call a slade a slade uh slade roy went and did his thing he went and ate down in baton rouge <laughs> he ate some gumbo down in baton rouge they had some gumbo waiting for him we gotta get to ken wallington time flies. alex harper who's our starting long sniper right now was at nc central and said i gotta go get mine at east carolina and he's getting his brock winstead now has a chance to go somewhere and eat yeah it's all about eating. All right. We'll continue on with the chat game when we return and hit you, hit the topics you want to hit today. Ken Wadlington will join us in the Pi Radio Studios. Today will be buddy, buddy, and friends. And hey, Ken, how you doing? Handshake. Tomorrow night, it's war. Tomorrow night, if I see Ken Wadlington and Minji's, it's on site. I'm going to spit in his face. I'm going to knock you out. I'm going to hit you right in your mouth. But today we're all good. Today we're breaking bread. Tomorrow we're breaking faces. Yeah. 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 Breaking your jaw, buddy. But our buddy Ken joins us when we return after this.
You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Drive a little and save a lot at Washington Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. They have a great selection of new and pre-owned vehicles, plus offer service to all makes and models in a state-of-the-art facility. Drive a little and save a lot with a short trip to Washington Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram on Highway 264 in Washington and online at Washington Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram.com. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right, back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Wednesday. Shirley Rhodes, Sean, Ken Wadlington joining us in the Pirate Radio studios. Hello. Wearing his UNCW Seahawks. I hear there's a game tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're no longer friends. We're friends now. Tonight, yeah. Yeah. Tomorrow? Different story. That's going down. I just learned you'll be one section over from us, so... It won't be a far trip to throw hands. I'll pretend I don't know you. Who's this yelling at me from the section over? Uh, we will talk about that in a moment. I'm trying to get through uh, the chat gang and talk about what they want to to start this show. Jack says, Clip, why are you not on the phone working the portal? For a replacement for Chan? Or... Chan, would you like to go ahead and announce you're, you're not entering the portal? So... Monday, you said you weren't. Yesterday, you said no comment. Where are we at today? Uh, and with that being said, <laughs> I don't know. Taking my talents to South Beach. I'm staying. Staying at Pirate Radio? Right here in this seat until the end of the show today, and then I'll have the decision coming up. Wow. Okay. I like what you did there. <laughs> uh, Respect my decision. Grimesland Bigfoot, good for you this is something i like to look at when like ecu schedules come out who's washington playing that weekend because they used to like to go to a game and now i haven't gone in like 10 years so it doesn't matter uh but this is bad news grimes on bigfoot says sunday february 18th the opening series finale at one o'clock tulane and Minji's at two o'clock oh brutal Maybe we can have a pitcher's duel, and I could get over there for the final shot as Brandon Johnson wins it for the Pirates over Tulane. Uh, but good eye there, Grimes on Bigfoot. Uh, we've got, let's see, a lot of offensive coordinator talk. Eric says, Clip, I mean, did you just relinquish your duties as fifth quarter host to Mr. Wikipedia himself? I tried to. You're hosting the fifth quarter next year, right, Chandler? Well, sure. All right. There we go. He's in. Or am I in the transfer portal? Ah, uh, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. No comment. Tyler said, why don't we bring in Steve Logan? Because he's an old man. He's 96 years old. No, he's wow. not that old. <laughs> I, look, I, I don't know. I, I I don't know. I asked Bailey about it the other day. He said he had Speaking of 96-year-olds. <laughs> they were together in the uh, Cypress Glen playing <laughs> shuffleboard. <laughs> um, the thing about Logan was he didn't want to recruit, right? He's not going to want to recruit now. So, I don't know. Maybe How about this, Chandler? You want Shane Montgomery as offensive I coordinator? I don't want Shane Montgomery! Yes, you do. No, you, I you don't. You just challenged me on it the entire last segment. I challenged you on if he would get a shot. He would like, he and I said get no. interviewed. And you okay. said he's on your list. And you want him on your list. 
Don't back down from it. I'm not backing down from it, but I don't want him. If he's, is he my choice? No. Well, why did you argue so hard last segment? Just for the sake of arguing? I reckon. Or, or did you <laughs> argue for the sake of arguing? Because you love Always. doing that. I just said give it, like give him an interview. No. Um, put him as your offensive coordinator, Shane Montgomery, and Logan as the analyst. What do you think about that? Hey, now we're talking. Now we're talking. Um, a source. Okay. Well, a source gives me a name. Shane Montgomery. And Scotty Montgomery. I've I've heard this name. I. For all the candidates out there, and I don't know all the candidates out there because I don't know the names of everybody from an FCS school and everything, but I do know this guy's name. I've heard this guy's name. Have you heard this guy's name, uh, Ken? What's his name? I have heard his name, yeah. Um, again, I've been wrong so many times, but I would say this would be, at least I've heard of him, and I think a lot of Pirate fans would have heard his name. Bobby Petrino. <laughs> no. Oh. Chad Morris. I've heard that name. SMU. Heard it a few times. Smooth. Arkansas. He was uh was he with Clemson? He was the Clemson offensive coordinator from eleven to fourteen. So right before they got good. And guess what he was uh last year, Chandler? An, an analyst. An offensive analyst. Yeah. For who? At Clemson. They're a hot commodity. Where they struggled offensively. (laughs) They're a hot commodity. (laughs) Except against Carolina. So would you give him a shot? (laughs) Peace out. Watch your mouth. (laughs) Dude, Uh, offensive analysts in a bad offense is a hot commodity these days. That's like when the the craze of small white receivers went to punt returners in the NFL. And everybody was doing it just because everybody was doing it. Exactly. This is the new hot fad. Chad Morse to Greenville because, well, let's see. Let's look at his resume. Offensive analyst on a bad offensive team. Get him to Greenville. Pike says, no Montgomery coaches in our future, please. Well, I get that, but what if David Montgomery wanted to come coach? Right off the NFL field. Would you let him? That would be very weird. Only running back, sure. Offensive analyst. <laughs> uh, Bigfoot says Grayson McCall is in the portal again. He is still playing college football. Well, he's working working on his PhD, right? Good grief! Has Mike Elko hired his offensive coordinator? I don't know. How about his analyst, uh, Chad Morse, is a uh, alum of Texas A and M. Hmm. Good research there, pal. You Wikipedia that? <laughs> Did I? <laughs> He's on it right now. Did I? Chandler is always on. Wikipedia is his homepage. Uh, can't always trust Wikipedia. You can't always oh, trust Chandler. Well. Uh, let's see. Anything else? Michael Winstead says, hello. Hello to you, sir. Yo, Ken. Make like a Seahawk and fly away, buddy. <laughs> Tyler said, roasting some bird tomorrow. I'm seeing the name Willie Corn from Robert. Was he a Clemson guy too? Was he a quarterback there? Willie Corn. How do I know that name? I want to say he was supposed to be a big time quarterback, but never was. Yeah, was that Clemson? And then he transferred to North Greenville, so he's right down the road. Oh, North Greenville. Chad <laughs> Morris. North of the river. <laughs> Chad Morris has been an offensive analyst the past two years in two different schools. Well, damn, you really like him then. 
What was the other one? It's really caught my eye. A, an awful team, South, South Florida. Florida. <laughs> Boy. He might be worse than McGurry. His last head coaching gig was in 2021 at a high school, Allen High School. I bet they were good. Last in the conference. In oh, wait. Office. He was the offensive analyst there. No, I'm just <laughs> Jay Cutler says we probably couldn't afford corn. Well, it's like 64 cents at Walmart. <laughs> What about corn demand? That is how it's spelled. I know. We could. What if we bring in Willie Corn and have Corn play the halftime show? I love it. Freaking a leash. Freaking a leash. Uh, Eric says, Ken, I can't respect a mascot whose greatest threat is a plastic can holder for a six pack. <laughs> wow. that's, that's pretty good. Wow. Hey, don't litter, folks. You're fierce birds. Kills oh, the birds. On um jack said hey clip enjoy your video about evan and for fantasy football was that for you jack that was a cameo from some rando and he asked me to roast his friend that he beat in fantasy football i had a lot of fun doing that said some really awful things jamie says clips pulling for rob ryan to come that is totally false hate rob Rob ryan i heard that never met the man brad says have we called jason garrett hopefully not (laughs) <laughs> the clapper jason garrett's somehow worse at analyzing than he was at coaching football he'd be he's a, great a bad analyst? analyst i do not like him as an analyst at all he's an analyst though <laughs> you have analysts beside your name i'm giving you a look man willie corns 2022 salary three hundred twenty-four thousand five hundred. okay i mean look Biff Pogey came in here to beat East Carolina this year. What was he last year? Uh, an investment banker? An analyst at Michigan. That's true. Just saying. Cheating. Cheating. What's Connor Stallions up to these days? All right, uh, so <laughs> you know how everything on the internet is fake, right? Is it? Uh, um... I am seeing so like Barstool set up at um, in Ann Arbor on Saturday, yep. and they did this bit where a guy brought a note up to uh, Dave Portnoy during the show and played like a Connor Stallions joke, like I've just received some information. But there are people saying that like it was actually him that did it, <laughs> which would make it ten times better <laughs> if it was. And I saw, like, it was him confirmed, but I still don't know if it's true or not. But anyway, can't seems, find it. Seems far-fetched. Yeah, it really, really does. All right, um, Ken, how's it going? It's going. You know, it's a little cold out there today. I don't, I don't like winter. Nah? Nah. What's your favorite uh, season It's the word I was looking for? I like a good spring, good baseball game, mm. you know. Pike says seriously, why shouldn't Shane Carden been on the short be on the short list? Because he's Shane Montgomery's already going to get a look. He's been a high school football coach for three years. Got to start somewhere. Yeah, but that's, an analyst. Yes, literally a quarterback coach. You don't make a guy who's been a high school c- coach for three years an offensive coordinator when a guy's fighting for his job, his life. That I mean, you don't. That's why he's fighting for his life, man. Does anybody disagree? No. I actually agree with you for once. <laughs> I actually agree with that. I see what people are saying, but... 
I know. It's great. Nostalgia. Carden. We love him. We love the captain. A lot of great memories. A lot of great throws. A lot of great games. Friend of the program. But just because you, I mean, three three years as a high school coach. I think I don't think Shane would tell you he's ready. He would take the job because <laughs> anybody's going to take a job making that much money at their alma mater, sure. But we need somebody with experience that can run an offense, move the ball, put up points. Got to check the boxes. Let me look up Shane Montgomery. Look, I'm all for beating a bit into the ground, but I don't know, man. Anthony says maybe we can get David Tepper to evaluate all the coaches yeah, since yeah. he's had. If you want guys fired, bring in David Tepper. He is the best firer in America. Can't hire for crap, no. but he can fire him. How? I mean, look, we don't have anything to laugh at, Ken, when it comes to our NFL franchise. But it seems like they're in a better place right now than the Panthers. Absolutely, and. Who knows? Our owner could suck, but we do not have the laughing stock owner in the league. And that's great. For a change. We had that for 20 years running. A long time. And uh, it's good that we don't have that anymore. All right. um, Ken, let's take a break. Well, I'm seeing more candidates. Ken, do you have any names for us? Uh, I don't. Thank you for thinking about it. Yeah, I, I try to think of somebody clever. Can't do it. Jonathan is looking forward to Cal State Fullerton coming to town for the Keith LeClaire Classic. Don't sleep on Southeast Louisiana. Josh likes that we close out the regular season at home. Says it feels like we haven't done that in a while. That's true. Kenny says 111 days till spring. Brandon says Chan is fragile today. (laughs) Um... Steven says, make the O-line coach the offensive coordinator. He is great. Jonathan says, Ken Barbe for OC. Ex-Mississippi State offensive coordinator. Central Michigan before that. Never heard of him. Maybe he's good. Brandon wants Western's OC. LSU's quarterback's coach, Joe Sloan. There's my name. I want Joe Sloan. I would love Joe Sloan. Position coach for the best quarterback in all of college football right now. Bo Nix? No, Knicks. <laughs> and do you think that he will come to East Carolina? No. I just said that's the guy I want. Oh, I'm I'm right there with you. I agree with you again. Twice. Jonathan said, what are the thoughts on bringing in Grayson McCall at quarterback? Yes. I'll take him right now. Thoughts on from you? I'm sorry? Ken? Ken? I think it's a good move. He's an experienced guy. Put up a lot of numbers over his years. Can he stay healthy? Jamie wants to know your top three, OC. You said you had a top three. Hey, for Grayson McCall, I'd say if you can't beat them, be with them. I would say give him a call. <laughs> I'll take a break. Come back. More after this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What is you 
are listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. The best place in Greenville to unwind after work and have fun is A.J. McMurphy's. A.J. says daily food and drink specials and an awesome patio, perfect for some outdoor dining. And there's something for everyone every weeknight, including sports trivia on Wednesday nights with Clip Brock. AJ says live music every Friday and Saturday with no cover and brunch every Sunday. Make today an AJ's day. And this holiday season, let the magic begin with the Hilton Greenville. Turn your events into unforgettable celebrations with a holiday event package. With classic decorations and a tasty custom menu, your guests are sure to feel the holiday cheer. From setup to cleanup, decor, and more, the Hilton has it all covered. Make this holiday season stress-free and let the Hilton Greenville do all the work. Visit the Hilton Greenville's website or give them a call at 353-3058 to book your unforgettable experience. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Welcome back into the show. Sports trivia tonight, 8 o'clock. AJ's great crowd last week, pre-Thanksgiving. Hope uh, we have a fun one and a good one tonight. Trivia question for Ken Watlington. All right. Were you going to ask me one? I was going to let you know Zach Kaplan will be in attendance tonight. Well, yeah, we have heard. He asked me to come out. I said, I can't make it, man. I'm sorry, but I'll be there soon. Why not? Some basketball I want to watch tonight. I got I to gotta put my undivided attention. Damn, you're right. We don't have TVs at a sports bar. <laughs> undivided attention. All right, fair enough. Uh, Ken, Sean Taylor, for the majority of his Washington career, war number 21, true or false? For his Washington career. Well, that's true. That's not the question. That is true. Uh, what number did he wear his rookie year? 24. No. That was... Six. 26. Uh, 26. Pre-Portis. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. I guess you're so Portis came to wait a minute. No, Portis was already there. Sean Taylor. Am I wrong? Oh, we're 26 in Miami. Idiot. Hold on. Hey, calm down, dude. I don't know what your problem is today. Did he wear I don't feel like he was 20 36. That's what was in my head. 36. 36. Because Portis was already there yeah. and told him to draft Sean Taylor. Chandler, they were man. fun to watch back when the oh, Washington yeah. football team. And he was says he's fun. a Redskins fan. What's your deal today, man? Nothing. I'm just getting on your skin. He's just analyzing what he can do here. Did you say getting on my skin? Getting under your skin. Under your skin. Uh, yeah. Al says the <laughs> LSU court. Joe Sloan makes 600k a year. He ain't coming for 400k. That's why I said he won't coming, Al. I said, I want Joe Sloan. Chandler said, is he coming? I said, no. We could have moved on. Brett says, call Jeff Blake. We got to stop this, people. We got to stop. Danny Gonzalez. We got to, we got to stop. <laughs> What's Marcus Crandall. Every time we have an opening, naming an old pirate's name. I get it. I understand. I think Patrick Pinckney went back and called plays for Pine Forest High School. <laughs> we we got to him stop. All right. Um, what was I going to say? <laughs> I had something. What did I have? Oh, I've got sources. 
sources. And I'm not talking about name redacted who keeps blowing up our phone. Yeah. Hey, buddy, thanks for enjoying the show. You left. Kick rocks. <laughs> Kick <sighs> rocks, buddy. Remind me to be nice. This is from someone else. I asked him if you wanted to come on the show. Uh, some names to keep an eye on. Chad Morris. The Ohio State Titans. About Zach Morris. <laughs> hey, Preppy. Is he available? I got one. Preppy, color run play. I'm, I'm I'm going through my list. Ken interrupts with a joke. That's fine. What are you doing? I'm trying to add to the show. A, I was I'm a, trying to add to the show. I was in a good mood. You're going on down a list, today. and I'm saying, hey, I got a little bit of one, too. You put me in a bad mood. <laughs> what did I do, man? This is the list from the source. Okay. All right. Like, realistic. This is real stuff. People want to hear, like, real stuff. Oh, let's be seriously serious, dude. All right. Chad Morris. Ohio State tight end coach Keenan Bailey and Ole Miss tight end co-offensive coordinator um, and I lost his name. So who's your name while I pick that name? I was going to throw out Seth Latrell. Tell me about him. Former North Texas head coach Yep. and co-offensive coordinator at Oklahoma right now. Who's the dude I said, uh, and then you said Jim Bob Cooter? <laughs> Remember that during the break? <laughs> Jim Bob Cooter. Detroit Lions, former Detroit Lions offensive coordinator. Because he had uh, three names, the uh, the gentleman from Ole Miss. But anyway, those are some... Uh, Billy Ray Cyrus. <laughs> Achy, breaky heart. Um, hey, if we give McCall a call, why not try to get uh, Willie Corn? Name redacted. I can't do this show if you keep texting me. Hey, man, can you just lay off the phone, man? He wants to give his website some credit. Uh, credit to Boneyard Banner. <laughs> You're doing a good job there, buddy. Credit, keep, keep up the good work. Credit to Mark Lindsay and Rivals <laughs> for the job they're doing. I'm not. I'm not saying credit to Brian Bailey. Credit to BB. Uh, Ken, we haven't talked to you at all, man. That's all right. That's all right. So, uh, good I'm luck to the Seahawks tomorrow night. I'm not in the office. It's it's all right. <laughs> You just kind of get away. It doesn't matter. Me and Clip have been yelling at each other. I like it. But yeah, if you want to talk some Seahawks basketball, birds come to town tomorrow. I do want to do a quick preview. Okay. Um. So let's do it. All right. Ken, what to watch out for with the Hawks? By the way, before you say anything, <laughs> sorry, uh, Cy Seymour. Cy Seymour, I get emotional talking about him. <laughs> will join us later in the show and tomorrow we will talk to brant wilkerson, wilkerson new yeah. yeah and he will tell us all about the seahawks that you're about to tell us about right now and he he, he dives really like he does a great job with the seahawk perch yeah uh website and uh he's he really dives into the analytics he does a great job he knows the seahawks i watch a lot of games i know when they're playing well and when they're not playing well and that's about the extent of it they were playing well their last game, though. So they come in, uh, really kind of changed their philosophy a little bit. They took it on the chin last Wednesday or so against App State. They're playing about 10 or 11 players deep now, and they're mm. doing it five in, five out, and they're pressing the whole time and oh, really pushing the ball, and they were, they looked phenomenal. So win or lose, road. we're going to see a fun style of basketball. I think so. I think so. And if, they, if the Hawks make shots, which they have in most of their games this year, they could put up 80, 90, 95 points. Will that happen? Don't know. Obviously, the level of competition from Mount Olive to East Carolina is a little different. 
is there potential for a look-ahead spot? Uh, yeah, uh, UNCW gets on the bus after the game tomorrow night and heads to Lexington, Kentucky. We got that going for us, To take on fans. the Kentucky Wildcats and former UNCW guard John Calipari. All right, we got that going for us. I don't think they're going to look ahead. I, I was joking earlier, but it's really not a joke. Tomorrow night's kind of a must-win game. Ken, there are no. I know. But, I know how you live your sports life. You know, and if the Braves lose in uh, on April thirteenth, you say the season's over. What's this Braves you speak of? <laughs> but there's no. There's no such thing as a must win game. Just, you in just. November. You, you don't want to be on the two game losing streak, and you, and you don't assume you're going to lose to Kentucky. But boy, they look good last night. Yeah, uh, beating the U. ACC SEC challenge continuing. Yeah. Uh, Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard. You said uh, Razorbacks and Tar Heels. No, Razorbacks and Duke, Duke. from uh, Duke, Arkansas sorry. tonight. And at seven fifteen, it's Tennessee and North Carolina. Ooh. A little border battle. I like those matchups. Yeah, and Tar, uh, Tar Heels a point and a half favorite at home, which is kind of surprising. Ken, do you remember? Am I remembering this correctly? It used to be ACC Big East Challenge. Way, way back. Yeah. Yes, yes. And then it went to Big Ten. And then Big Ten's TV rights went away from ESPN, so ESPN changed the whole thing. And uh, I think it's okay because the SEC is very strong in hoops. No so. doubt. And we had some pretty good games last night. You know, that, that we talked about Kentucky. It was close for a while. Actually, Miami had a, you know about an eight, nine-point lead, and all of a sudden, just like that, Kentucky went on a run, and boy, they they got some dudes. The they Dukes, the Dukes of James Madison, trying to remain undefeated tonight. They take on Buffalo. ESPN Buffalo, Plus. that's a little Maction Sun Belt Maction Sun Belt Mag Challenge. I think that actually is a thing. Okay, well, it's going on tonight. <laughs> uh, Russ says, "Do we like Cy Seymour, Russ?" That is, again, one of the dumbest questions of all time. If you don't like him, then that's something wrong with Wait, you. Wait, for offensive coordinator? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. He is my color analyst. Tyler says, all right, Russ is banned. Ban this man. Yeah, Russ. That, we really do not tolerate any kind of that talk here in, uh, in the chat. Uh, let's see. Jonathan says, ask Bryce Williams if he wants to be the offensive coordinator next time he's in the studio. Guarantee we throw a ton of passes to the tight end. That might be the only thing our offense does. Feature the tight end. Uh, Ken, thank you for hanging out today. Thank you, and go Seahawks. Oh, man. I hate it's all It's the one Seahawks. time of year I can say all of them. Like Seattle. I hate Seattle. Wagner, UNCW. That's about all. Is that it? Yeah, I think that's it. Sorry to the Wagner folks out yeah. there. It's more Seattle and UNCW. <laughs> uh, but no, I hope it's a fun one, man. I think and it should be. I'm glad they're playing because they went a couple of years where they didn't play, which makes no sense whatsoever. And so I'm glad they're playing again. Are you going to be wearing their weird colors? What color are y'all? Uh, navy and teal. Teal. I will be in a navy hoodie more than likely. All right. Section 214. I'll be the obnoxious one. I'm bringing eggs to throw at Ken. <laughs> anybody else would like to fantastic proceed to section 213 with caution buddy okay well, i'll see you there i'm gonna have my uh my watchdog chandler just staring at you the whole game even, down boy down even when you're cheering <laughs> you're gonna feel him staring feel at the you. energy we're gonna make you so just nervous and so such a unsettling feeling you're gonna leave mingy's yeah never come back <laughs> move out of greenville gonna be fun hope it's a fun game me too and uh hope uh both teams can give us uh, an entertaining night of basketball gonna be some North points Carolina. i can guarantee it all right let's take a break when we return Corey glore will join us we'll preview the aac championship tulane and smu and uh talk some sports with core glore when we return pirate radio live on a wednesday after this
You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Down on Main Street, Washington's favorite place to eat and where all the locals go. Join Down on Main Street every Wednesday for half-price wings from 4 p.m. to close. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Thinking about takeout tonight? Familia can make everything real easy for you with a great selection of Italian food and more. Visit FamiliaNC.com to see the full menu featuring pizzas, pastas, salads, and homemade desserts. Place your order online or call 689-6330 and Familia will have your order ready in their convenient drive through window for pickup. Finish up a busy day with a great dinner for yourself or your family from Familia. Familia on Fire Tower Road near Pitt Community College. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. I would like to apologize for my behavior in hour one. I can't stoop down. If people are trying to antagonize me, get under my skin, I've got to rise above it, and that's something I need to work on. So I want to apologize to everyone out there. Um, If you would, hit the thumb. If you will. If you think I was inappropriate, hit the thumb. If you think my behavior was warranted, hit the thumb also subscribe if you think clip is handsome hit the thumb Mm -hmm. if you think i am butt face ugly hit that thumb hit the thumb either way we're hitting thumbs here people all right uh shirley rhodes is here chon is here shirley is lining up a guest right now on the uh, pirate radio live line hello si seymour will join wait is he here hey is that you hello hey getting ready for the american athletic conference championship this week (laughs) i love when you do your Corey impression and i you, just it dies at the end you run out of breath <laughs> like oh god at the end of your sentence um i, I they're having an old conversation I mean, over here two, two old, i mean geez two old pals just get just hanging out just talking about <laughs> yapping it up on the phone like two old we ladies. want Corey. and i believe can you believe it can you believe it he, he joins us on the show Corey glorious here hey Corey. Stop heckling Shirley. She's the only thing that keeps that thing afloat. That is true. That is very true. Uh, Corey, how you doing, man? You know, I'm doing fine. How are you, Mr. Brock? I'm uh, fine is a good word. Fine, fine, fine. Uh, you are happy. Your two-lane season is continuing, I'm sure. I'm uh, kind of pleased that this ECU season has come to an end. I'm ready to trash this one, Corey, and move on to... 2024 because it was not an ideal year for the pirates credit to the green wave i wondered Corey, how they would play with a target on their back and the answer is very well they passed every test other than the game against old miss they won the big one against utsa on saturday and find themselves back in the american uh, championship so uh folks got to be excited around there no it's to say the least and you know that that question, I, I, the, the thing that you were pondering heading into the year was what everyone was pondering, and that's being brought up now uh, this week to a lot of folks. Is you spent all year knowing you'd be the hunted in this league and in this season, and the way they handled it has been rather impressive to have a better record this year as opposed to last year heading into this game. Uh, and, and they've had to win in many different ways. They've had to win some very close games, some nail-biting games, uh, and, and they might have saved their best two weeks of the year for the last two weeks of the year with what they did uh, at FAU and then last week against UTSA and how they performed in those two games. So there, there's a sense here that this team, especially defensively, is 
kind of peaking at the right time heading into this matchup with SMU on Saturday. So during the regular season, Corey Tulane, uh, obviously they won that one on, <clears throat> oh, did I say, was it Friday or Saturday you guys won? That was Friday. It was a Friday game. Yeah, Friday over UTSA. And uh, kind of a weird Memphis game, I remember, which also I believe was on a Friday earlier in the year where Tulane got up, Memphis scored, what, three straight touchdowns, something like that. Then Tulane came back and won. So you did, you know, test yourselves uh, against the best in the conference other than this SMU team that also ran the table. Um, so as you were going through this season, Corey, were you thinking about conference championship game opponents? And if so, have you uh, maybe kept an eye across the way on this SMU team, what they've been doing? Yeah, I mean, as the weeks have gone on here and they've just kept picking up victories, it's hard not to look at what was going on in Dallas and say that they were essentially looking like they were on a collision course for this weekend, but you know, SMU had a couple of close, they haven't had a ton of close games, but you know, they, they played some teams that are, are bowl teams in this league and those were pretty close and they haven't had a lot of those matchups this year. They had to come back and beat Memphis and Memphis. They held off rice without their starting quarterback. Uh, and, and those were the, the only two bowl teams that they saw in this league. Uh, and so, uh, so the, the close calls they've had have been against the really good teams. They, they were able to, to blow out some teams in the bottom half of the league. Um, and so you could just kind of sense that SMU, without having Tulane on their schedule, without having UTSA on their schedule this year, um, that, that it seemed pretty well paved for them to make this weekend. It was whether or not Tulane could also do their part. They had to do it in the last game of the year. Otherwise, they'd be, you know, sitting watching from afar right now, and UTSA would be in this game. And so, um, yeah, it was hard to not just kind of pay attention to what SMU was doing because the highway seemed pretty open for them to get to this game. Corey, uh, looking at the American and what it is now, and SMU will be on their way out to the Atlantic Coast Conference of all conferences, but it uh, it's strong at the top with Tulane and SMU. And uh, we got to look at UTSA when Frank Harris got healthy and they started rolling. They won eight games this year. Memphis nine and three. And then there is a, I would say, a pretty dramatic drop off. South Florida to me came out of nowhere winning six games this year. Rice wasn't very good. We saw them. They win six games. Navy is a win over Army from picking up win number six. And then everybody else is going to finish below 500. So not the strongest of conferences, but we know how this is. Everything is cyclical. You make the right hire. You you bring in the right quarterback. You you, you get old uh, like Tulane has been able to do with, with Pratt and, and have a veteran in there. Uh, you can you can win some games. So, what's your take on what the AAC is now? Do you think like how long is Tulane here to stay? And do you think this thing could flip flop each year? Or, you know, is there a clear power and, and clear bad teams in this league? You know, I, I thought the league as a whole took a step backward this year. I mean, you you just rattle down the the standings, and it's hard not to see that only only six teams make a bowl game and what is a fourteen team league now, and that just you know, I, I don't think that cuts it for where this league has been, where they believe they should be uh, in, what, 10 years of existence at this point. This has been kind of the clear-cut best group of five league going since it formed, and it felt as though that it didn't quite live up to that this year, especially when you see a conference like the Sun Belt and 12 of their teams make a bowl game. So so something just, it didn't feel as though it was as strong as in years past this year as opposed you know where Tulane sits in all this 
I mean, it, this is a critical juncture of this program and this athletic department right now with a new athletic director just brought on on Monday and David Harris. And, and I mean, he's been, you know, there's been one very immediate and pressing question as the days have gone on this week about the future of this football program and its football coach. Uh, and so that that's step one to figure out the answer to that. And, and step two, and, you know, not too long from now is going to be positioning at this place to, if the wheel spins again of realignment, to be in that mix. Uh, and, you know, he, he alluded to it on Monday, Cliff, where that's not necessarily just an athletic department decision. They can put themselves in the spot, but it is a university call. And so making sure that they're in that spot is, is kind of step two, and that's a, a big second step here for a brand-new athletic director. But um, there's no doubt that people here are seeing what's happening right now uh, and want to parlay this into something bigger moving forward. Um, whether or not that happens remains to be seen. That They have things to worry about Saturday, and, and there is some concern about whether or not past Saturday the, the head coach of this program is still around here. And so there, there are far more immediate concerns around Tulane um, than where they might be in a couple of years from now, league-wise. Corey Glore joining us, Pirate Radio Live Line. Corey, you uh, know from your time here that East Carolina has passionate fans, that uh, we put a lot of fans in seats, uh, even in down years, comparably speaking with other schools in the conference, East Carolina at or near the top in attendance. And the fans get frustrated because they feel like they give their support and and maybe don't get enough in return when it comes to wins at times and then they see Tulane having another tremendous year coming off a magical year and you know there are seats available for the game against UTSA on Friday um how about this weekend what what kind of crowd are you expecting do you think you'll see more people in the stands uh, for this game Oh, yeah. I mean, this, this place is going to be filled on Saturday. And, uh, you know, the, the empty seats, the, the majority of them that popped up last Friday uh, were because students weren't on campus here due to holiday break. And, yeah. and you know, as, as you know, road teams get a certain allotment of tickets. And, you know, UTSA brought some of those back and, and gave those back to Tulane. And so that, that led to some empty seats as well. But, I mean, these have been flying off the shelves as soon as they went on sale on Sunday, and more seats opened up today because uh, just got an allotment back from the ones that SMU will not be using for this game. And so there are a few more tickets available as we chat right now. But um, with students back on campus, with just the, the excitement surrounding what, what is happening for the second year in a row, uh, this place is going to be filled Saturday afternoon. I have no doubt about it, even with some rain in the forecast. Corey, is there a tie-in for the bowl last year? Uh, Cotton Bowl champions this year. Do you know which bowl you would go to if you're able to win and uh, on Saturday? On Saturday, you know we're, we're uh, trying to figure that out here as well. I'm hearing a couple different things. I'm pretty certain it'd be the Fiesta Bowl I, huh. because just with the way things line up, usually the, the last New Year's Six game that has a pick of who they want winds up with a group of five team and from what i've been hearing that's the fiesta bowl this year but some folks here think that there's a possibility that should should Tulane win on saturday the peach bowl would be the spot because uh, of just location there's a huge alumni base uh, of Tulane alums in that city and so the, the peach bowl might be interested and, and having us there, but you got to win on Saturday in order for that to be up for discussion. It, with where the rankings shook out, it, it is winning into the New Year's Six here for Tulane. That might not be the case for SMU. We'll see. 
Um, but if Tulane loses this game Saturday, then I, mean, I think all bets are off as to what the bowl game might be for Tulane, but they're hoping that's not really a question. They'd rather figure out if it's Phoenix or Atlanta. And, Corey, the annual Willie Fritz uh, question. You know, is he how popular is he going to be this offseason? Has he made any comments uh, about, you know, his future at Tulane? I know he went through it quite a bit last year, but uh, I, I guess it's going to pop up every year as long as Tulane's good. Well, it's been uh, far more front of mind this week as opposed to at this stage last year clip. And, you know, part of it is that Willie Fritz has been a little bit more direct with some things publicly. And uh, I think it's pretty well established and reported right now that Houston is making a very big push for him Hmm. right now. And uh, Coach Fritz said on Monday that he will not talk about any other jobs until after this game Saturday. But he was pretty direct about talking uh, about jobs after Saturday's game. Um, and this was the same day that Tulane introduced their new athletic director. And so that was the first question that he got from the media here is how do you keep him around? Um, and so as, as now that we're sitting here on Wednesday and there hasn't been um, anything reported out of Houston just yet about if they found someone else. I think everyone here knows that the, the Willie Fritz is their top guy right now. Um, and there hasn't been anything coming out of this camp yet as to um, the, the extended future of Willie Fritz. I think there's some pins and needles that people are walking on right now because this is uh, there's, there's a little bit more fire to this one as opposed to last year when Georgia Tech was making the run. Huh. So, um, yeah, so there, there is some, uh, there, there is some uh, concern here. There's no question about it. And, and there's going to be more media availability coming up. And um, I think there are a lot of folks here that are hoping that by the time we get to Saturday um, that there is something solidified here to keep Willie Fritz around. Um, I know that they are putting together uh, something to try and convince him to do so. Um, I don't know the parameters outside of that, but but yeah, that that has been hanging over the, this week. There's no question about it that uh, that a former foe, a former rival, is making a pretty hefty push from everything we're gathering here. Um, and and so Tulane with a new athletic director is going to try and do everything they can to counter that here before this Saturday's game. Corey Glore joining us, Pirate Radio Live Line. There are folks in the chat talking about uh, wanting Corey to return to Greenville. Um, there's also, and this is a statement, um, Eric prefaces it with, uh, he, he's a fan of you, uh, he respects you, Corey, but uh, I'm going to read this comment and get your thoughts on it. Uh, he says, with all due great respect to Corey Glore, does he not sound like if Squidward announced sports? Am I wrong? Any thoughts on that? The first time I—it's not the first time I've heard that. Uh, I will admit I am not the the most uh, well versed SpongeBob fan, no. but that has been pointed out to me in the past, and I, I can see the I can hear the resemblance. I, I definitely can't see the resemblance. I don't think I look like Squidward, but no. um, you know, I, I can hear that, um, and it's 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 founded in some uh, base of reality. So. Um, I, I frankly was, uh, I take that as a compliment. That was who I was looking to emulate. Was <laughs> uh, Mission accomplished. I will say, Corey, if you did voice a cartoon, it would be pretty terrifying. Maybe you would be the uh, villain, I guess. Back, back in the day, I could do a killer Cartman impression, but that, that was way back when. <laughs> I, I, can do, I can do a pretty mean Kermit the Frog if you put a gun to my head. All right. Well, uh, I'm all out of guns. 
uh cory how's ron hunter's basketball team looking early on pretty good start four and one on the year They're, they play tonight here in a couple hours so i'm gonna head down to the arena and call a little basketball here in about two hours and um yeah i mean that we were out in california last week and split a pair there lost to a good bradley team then came back to beat cal and that was well, Ron Hunter was sick for that game. It was a rare game in which he was unable to coach, and so it was actually a pretty thrilling, exhilarating rally without the head coach there um, uh, last week in California. So, you know, a home game tonight against Prairie View A&M. Then he got a couple big road tests coming up with Fordham this weekend and then Mississippi State, who's ranked. That's coming up next weekend. So there's some opportunity to do some damage here in, in early December for a team that, Still hasn't really found its groove, but it's still hitting about 55% of their shots right now, and that's tops in the league. And so, um, yeah, they're still kind of getting a little bit of a rhythm, but they're they're finding uh, some pretty impressive ways to win four of their five games so far this year. Corey Glore joining us, Pirate Radio Live Line. Uh, Jonathan, uh, we have a hold to fill here, Corey. Jonathan asking if you have any offensive coordinator experience. Uh, you know, for for the right price, I can say, yeah, run the ball. Oh, well, that's not what our fans want to hear. But Put over there. Yeah. yeah, play action. There you go. All right. I know the basic term. Corey, uh, good stuff. Thank you for joining us. Glad to hear you are doing well. Um, I don't know. What's going on in your personal life? Any Anything we can talk about? Uh, you know, I dropped a little weight. Good. That's, no. Yeah, my back hurts. But, okay. Yeah, outside of that, it's fine. <laughs> okay, good to hear. Uh, Corey, always enjoy talking with you. We'll do it again uh, when the Pirates and Tulane meet on the hardwood. Uh, sounds good to me. I'll book your slot right now. <laughs> All right, put it in the calendar. Thank you, Corey. See you, buddy. Thank you, Pirate Radio. There is Corey Glore. Corey Glore joining us, Pirate Radio Live Line here on a Wednesday. All right, let's get a break in. We'll come back and let's pull back up the Fleet Feet Rundown. I feel like we got sidetracked due to A, me, B, the chat game, C, Chandler antagonizing me. So we'll uh, we'll hit that when we return. Still to come on today's show, Cy Seymour. We're going to look and listen as Cy Seymour joins us. And we'll talk a little nutcracker. Nutcracker season. Talk about all that. And we'll open up the treasure chest next Monday. But I got the prizes here in my hand. Some of the great prizes. I'll uh, run over a few more of those when we return. Pirate Radio Live on a Wednesday. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Down on Main Street, Washington's favorite place to eat and where all the locals go. Join Down on Main Street every Wednesday for half-price wings from 4 p.m. to close. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Well, keep it local and print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com, the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio. 
And Bud Light reminds Pirate fans to always stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. All right. Chad Gang wants to go the youth movement route for our next offensive coordinator. Young and innovative, some words I'm seeing. Look at the uh, coaches and coordinators in the NFL now. A lot of youngins. And, you know, very very conservative offensive approach, I would say, for the Pirates last year. But again, I would rather – we need to be talking more about the quarterback than the coordinator. I'd rather have a good quarterback than a good coordinator. I think a good quarterback can mask a a bad coordinator or a not-so-great coordinator. Many of you don't like, didn't like Donnie Kirkpatrick when we had the whole Nailers here. That offense was uh, much more productive, much more explosive than it was when Holt Nailers was not our quarterback and when Alex Flynn and Mason Garcia were our quarterback. Thoughts, Chandler, as a former long snapper? Uh, do we not agree? The quarterback is huge. Maybe the uh, we the, talk about that in the NFL. Like you're going to have a chance to succeed if you at least have a quarterback. You have to have that quarterback, or you're just you're you're screwed. I was going to ask, and one just came to mind. But what are some scenarios where there is a good quarterback and they're losing? Maybe because of their coach. The first one that pops up to me are uh, the Chargers with Herbert. Yeah. He is looked at as a very talented quarterback, but they aren't winning games. Is there, are there any other examples? I mean, this year, Josh Allen, and part of that is his. I was going to say Josh turning Allen. The football over. But they've won in the past, yeah. and it's just like this, this is just a down year for them. And I say it's a down year, but I believe they're what now, six and six, and maybe six and five. They just went toe to toe with the best team in the league. But they're still having a down year. But definitely Justin Herbert and, Jar- and the Chargers uh, not being able to win. Really, if they've they've been at most mediocre since he's been in the league. Russell Wilson, he's been there. He's been good. I guess last year with him, like, but he had a bad year. Like he was actually. Bad I don't know last if year. he's good yet. <laughs> you know, yeah. like he definitely was. But last year he was in that category for me. Because I thought he was still good, and they were so, so bad, and he was bad. Yeah. Jamie says that you could say the commanders, I think. Uh, Well, you're complimenting Sam Howell, which I appreciate, but he's not in the category with Herbert and Allen. Yeah. I mean, he's got some yards, but uh, he's not in that category yet. He's still got something to prove. I think he proved enough to me that he's our quarterback next year. I want him. I like him. I don't want to bring in another quarterback. I want him to be the guy. But he's not at that level yet. But anyway, quarterbacks, we got to hit on a quarterback. I'll take Grayson McCall. I'll take the guy getting million-dollar offers from Washington State. (laughs) Um, Remember, was it a fifth-quarter caller that said we need to put the full-court press on – Warner, baby Warner, EJ Warner. Well, he's transferred. He's in the inter. He's entered the transfer portal. He's in the portal. So to that caller, now's the time to get to it. 
he will be available does he go west coast though where he's from and you gotta play that into the situation or does he stay on the east coast because he is from arizona so i don't know you think arizona's on the west coast what's your favorite beach what's my favorite beach in arizona like when you go to the coast out in arizona where do you go arizona's on the west side of the country i'll give you that yeah tennessee on the east coast no not really no just helping you out man if you're ever in a situation where you're with a lady friend and she's like what's your favorite state on the west coast and you say arizona and she just laughs you out of the room i don't want that to happen to you man what are you looking at why are you being like this today why am i telling you that arizona is not on the coast because i feel like you should know that in your life is it not i'm not looking at a map but i'm pretty sure it's east of california let's look at this here map of the world (laughs) of the world of the country (laughs) the solar system Um, zoom in zoom in uh milky way arizona Uh, is on the west coast you idiot (laughs) you freaking idiot is there water touching Arizona? yes there is let me see it oh my gosh bring it in here you idiot you you idiot man let me tell you something (laughs) arizona west coast oh my gosh bring it in here let me see what are you hitting buttons It was just now it's showing baby feet. Chandler, I don't want your baby feet fetish pictures. Does that not say Arizona? Is there not water there? Oh my god, Chandler. Wait a minute. Hold on. 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 So do you think all that under Texas is also water? Oh boy. <laughs> Wait, do you think the United States is one big island? And everything under Texas? Peninsula, maybe. There's one little piece of Arizona that's got water on it. That's got water to it. Is that right? But I I just want you... So you were looking at that map that did not include Mexico. So everything under it was blue, and you just assumed all that was water. I'm holding. I, I mean, I got nothing better to do here. This is wildly entertaining. I... I should have just said West Side. I like how you just take everything serious. Like, you take it so literal. I just, I was, we were talking about EJ Warner. Yeah. I just said, I should have just said the West Side of the country. You probably should have because Arizona touches no water. None and at I'm, all. All right. I'm sorry that I said West Coast and I miss, are you, I miss said something. Are you sorry for calling, are you sorry for calling me an idiot several times? <laughs> Well, no, I'm not, because I love calling you an idiot. Oh, Even when I don't deserve it? You've called me an idiot when I don't deserve it. you got to be the bigger man. We just talked about stooping to levels. Why are you going to stoop to my level? I don't want to stoop to your level I just did. So I'm an idiot for doing that. All right. The stooping to an idiot's level. We're just two big idiots here. And somehow I'm over here. 
Shirley, what did you think of that whole uh, conversation? I thought that was hysterical. <laughs> I mean, I knew the answer, but I wasn't going to say nothing. <laughs> I love that Chandler's map he was looking at was a map of the United States, and everything under it was light blue, so he just thought it was all water, including Texas and, I guess... <laughs> oh man boy hey look you make mistakes sometimes the guys you got to realize that everybody makes mistakes eric said arizona beach is an awesome college town ryan said oceanfront property in arizona still a great song hello jamie says you can tell shirley just tunes them out (laughs) i do Eric said the students drink the place dry. Uh, Jerry says, I miss NFL geography from yesteryear. Atlanta and Carolina in the NFC West. Arizona was in the East. I remember those days, Jerry. Michael said, that is cold, Clip. Well, I, Michael, I tell that to geography teachers that are teaching their kids geography. Are they insulting the kids by teaching them? No. That's what I'm doing here. Jamie said, see, we can't laugh because he got an ECU education like the rest of us. Sean, <laughs> I was in a um I was in North Carolina geography at ECU. Like I had to fill out one or two more electives and took North Carolina geography. And there was a time where I could name all one hundred counties. But I definitely wow. couldn't do it today. Even the ones on the West Coast. As Brass would say, the geographicals. Eric says everything is wetter in Texas. Austin says Chandler's favorite state is Baltimore. Why is that? <laughs> it's not a state. Um, John, I love you, buddy. You're right. It's been I, one of those days, man. I thought it was Tuesday. You know how I like wordplay, and I like I, I like <laughs> taking things literal at times. Yeah, I like. And that all stemmed meant, from I you saying West Coast. Yeah and me saying arizona is not on the way and then it just took off yeah it really we made a mountain and i I, I hate to say i hate that you make me look like an idiot but i am an idiot but i didn't mean to make myself look like an idiot i just meant like the west side of the country i know what you meant clearly but then you kind of dug your heels in and came over here with a map and showed me yeah a map See, that's that's i need to know when to stop <laughs> yeah that, it was that. honestly from my standpoint the most glorious two minutes of radio i've heard in a while the map you idiot the map's where you went wrong yeah oh yeah and you screaming that i was an idiot because i thought i had you i thought i had you dead in the tracks oh boy Ryan says, my favorite state is East Carolina. Jerry says, are there 57 states? Oh, buddy, good stuff. Fun stuff. We have fun. We have fun. You, know, you know what makes me feel smarter, though? I can't wait to hear what it is. Listen, listen, look. Okay. But there is videos out there of, like, like Billy on the streets going up to, like, Billy on the street. people maybe around my age, even adults. And asking like simple questions like how many states is there in the United States? And like people couldn't tell you. Shirley, we're older. Do you remember Jaywalking from uh Jay Leno? Yeah. He he would do that and he would just, do the, pretty much the same thing, yeah. 
and uh, no one knows who the president is yeah no one knows who the first president of the united states was there's a lot of there's stuff like that there's a lot of reality tv you can look at and feel better about your life i think that's why those shows are so popular i think during the break i'm going to go watch one of those videos because <laughs> i feel like a complete idiot right now john says this coastal <laughs> does coastal arizona have an offensive coordinator <laughs> maybe we should look was at him that, that funny it's <laughs> pretty funny man the whole thing was funny the fact that you came in here i thought i had you man i got excited looking at a map that turned into baby feet <laughs> it did i clicked on something and it was just straight baby feet and you know what you should email the maker of that map email man <laughs> and say don't make everything outside of the united states light blue no, like, it looks I like, water. like hey you just made me look like a complete yeah. utter idiot show me mexico it's all your fault website ah chan's favorite state is the state of denial according to steve i know i know when to say i'm wrong but you're our guy and you're not leaving (laughs) or am i robert says i bet wes would know oh surely is it time to bring back are you smarter than wes oh man let's call it wes Michael Winstead said, so true, true, Chandler. You got to know when to wave the white flag. Yeah. And that, that goes for everything in life. You got to know when to fold them. Yeah. Chandler, thank you for making a good segment, though, man. Hey, no problem, man. That's what I'm here for. By the way, we were talking about EJ Warner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this that whole all, conversation <laughs> That, that all Warner. started for, because we were talking about EJ Warner. He and back? he's from the west side. He's from the west side. <laughs> west side. West side. He's from West Side, United States, baby. Yeah, he's the Arizona. He's the layout in the desert, the Crystal Coast. (laughs) (laughs) We'll take a break. Come back. Lord help me. Eric said, "I got the map in the men's section. (laughs) (laughs) It was in the men's section. It was in the men's section." Jamie says, "This proves Chon's going nowhere. He's been kicked out of the portal. Can you do that?" So I guess there is a real song called Oceanfront Property in Arizona. It's a part of a song. Josh says Shirley needs to play that as a bumper. Kenny says, Chandler, you're just an earthquake away from being right. (laughs) (laughs) Save this audio. Once the ocean continues to go closer east, further to the east, the Pacific Ocean will be in Arizona. See, that was funny. I, what did I tell you yesterday? We, should, we have funny li- listeners. We should get viewers. an award for having the most funniest listeners. Kenny, that was a good one. Josh, Eric, Jamie, Steve, Ryan, Michael, Robert. Love you guys. We have fun, don't we? Isn't this fun? Yeah, it was fun. I would have really loved to get to the Fleet Feet Rundown. You know what? Let's do that when we return after this.
You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Down on Main Street, Washington's favorite place to eat and where all the locals go. Join Down on Main Street every Wednesday for half-price wings from 4 p.m. to close. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Country Mart has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years and is your premier country store serving the best cheese biscuits and country food around. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations in Bethel and is... uh, Oh, it has two locations in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. And both locations are top-of-the-line fuel stations serving shell gas, including 93 ethanol-free high-octane gas. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right, congratulations to some Pirates on the defensive side of the ball. Getting honored today by the American. Julius Wood. First team all-conference for Julius. Deontay Johnson, second team all-conference. Third team all-conference for Jeremy Lewis. Yeah, I skipped over uh, Siobhan Revel, second team. Did you see the uh, hat he's wearing in the picture ECU football put out? Yeah, that is a pretty cool hat. I've never seen that one before. I haven't either. So it's, uh, it's purple, but the front panel is gold, and it says Pirates across the front. And I really want that hat. That is nice. Where'd you get that hat? Where'd you get that sword? And Chad Stevens named honorable mention. Speaking of Siobhan Revel, shout out to his dad, Keith Revel. Uh, back in May, uh, or not May, excuse me, uh, July, July 10th, 2023, Big Game Boomer put out top 50 best oh. college football players in the American. Yeah, he, Clip doesn't like Big Game Boomer. I don't care. I'm I have saying. a point to make. Uh, ECU's uh, lone person on that list out of the 50 was Jeremy Lewis at 38. Keith Revel said on July 12th, he says, keep fueling the fire. Pirates will have at least five players added to this list by October. And as we stand here on November 29th, 2023, East Carolina has five on the all AAC football team. I mean, that's good. That's a good shout out. But should it be a surprise that a guy who doesn't know any players from ECU or the American makes a list and doesn't get it right? It's just so like anybody could do this. All you gotta do is get a Phil Steele magazine and put your and make your own list from it. Like, I just not a not a fan. It's all lame. It's just I don't understand why people are so fascinated by it. I get that we like lists and stuff, but people who take it serious, people who use it to fuel fire, people to use it to promote themselves, I, I don't I don't get it. Well, the biggest thing out of that is Keith Revel said at least five, and there was exactly five. That's what I got out of I didn't care about Big Game Boomer. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the listeners. If you're going to be mad about what happened last segment, you should be mad at you. Oh, I'm not. I'm not mad. Okay. It just seemed like that was geared towards me. So I no, you know I don't like Big Game Boomer. Yeah, I know that. Are you Big Game Boomer? No. Then uh, No comment. Then I'm not mad at you. Uh, Jerry said, no love for me, LOL. Jerry, that's why you can't. Y'all are like children. You get something for one child, you got to get something for the next one. Jerry, clearly you're a, a key member to the chat gang jerry with a g if i didn't say your name 
I just didn't see your name pop up at the time. I apologize, okay? Can I do anything right? You can't satisfy everybody, Cliff. I just got called an idiot eight times last segment. Yeah, you did. Unwarranted. And now I'm being chastised in the chat. I mean... Just one of them days, man. I guess. I guess sometimes you're the... Sometimes you're the dog. Sometimes you're the fire hydrant. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, I was thinking of a dog poop analogy. It's funny you used the dog pee analogy. Jamie says, Tiki Barber, semifinalist for the Hall of Fame. No way he is a Hall of Famer, is he? I thought he was going to say semifinalist for ECU offensive coordinator. (laughs) Well, Julius Peppers and Antonio Gates got it on their first year of eligibility. Um, and I Tiki, man. Put some respect I don't know. There's a bunch of there's a bunch of other ones that are on that list. I mean, look at all purpose yards because he had a lot of catches too. All purpose yards all time. Tiki had a lot of he was torching it. <laughs> you made a joke yes! while I was doing that. He was torching it. That's pretty good. Pretty good. He was torching it. All purpose yards all time. Fleet Feet Rundown brought to you by Fleet Feet. Oh, my God. Number two all-time, Brian Mitchell. Former ECU defensive coordinator. No. So this includes return yards. Tiki Barber, 17th all-time. Let's look at the players that have more yards all-time than Tiki Barber. Curtis Martin is in the Hall of Fame. Larry Fitzgerald will be. Marcus Allen is. Adrian Peterson will be. Herschel Walker is right yeah barry sanders is lt i should say ladanian tomlinson is steve smith semi-finalist i thought i saw marshall falk is tim brown is darren sproles will not be frank gore will be just because of his longevity oh, and his yeah, yards definitely. emmett smith is walter payton is brian mitchell is not and he should be Best return man ever. Don't give me no Devin Hester. Brian Mitchell. And Jerry Rice has every record ever and is a Hall of Famer. Uh, Herschel Walker is not a Hall of Famer. Hmm. Okay. Not a Hall of Famer. Interesting. As of of yet. That is very interesting, I think it's too late. But, I, I mean, it's not too late. It's never too late, as that one band sang in the early 2000s. Um... Is Tiki a Hall of Famer? If not, he's in the Hall of Very, Very, Very Good. <laughs> I'm gonna. What about s- his brother, Rondé? He is already in the Hall of Fame. That is true. He just went. Man, put the Barber brothers in there together. I mean, I never liked Tiki since he was a giant, but because he torched you uh let's see chad says i was in the bathroom did you say my name i did not chad um should eddie george be a hall of famer man i I really liked eddie george three days grace that's the reference thank you ryan couldn't think of the band eddie george i loved eddie george his birthday's the same as mine he was on the cover of madden he won a heisman yes he did um at ohio state we can't just put everybody in the hall of fame let's leave tiki and eddie out put brian mitchell in before those guys 
Leafy rundown. Portal update. Chon, did we ever go through this? We had Brock Winstead. Anybody else? Agnew. So, Zion Agnew, is that his name? Zion Agnew. He's a receiver? Yes. All right. Is that official? Oh, boy. I got Mason Garcia, Isaiah Foote, Grant Copeland, Travon, Trayvon Hayes, uh, Tegan Wilk, Carson Smith, Ryan Capriotti, David Chappelle, and Brock Winstead. That is my list as of right now for ECU players entering the transfer portal. Uh, offensive lineman Elijah Samples. Oh, yeah. Elijah Samples is going to sample the portal. Um, We talked about all-conference. We talked about Chad Gang. Uh, ECU's women's basketball team got a big win today over Hampton. Over the Pirates. Yep, over the Pirates. It's the Battle of the Pirates. <laughs> Jeez. Every time each team touched the ball, it was purr. 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 Uh, Danae McNeil went off. She finished with 31 points in the game. Danae uh amaya joiner finished with 11 those were the only two that were in double digits um and she also i'm just looking to see if amaya had any blocks yes she did she had two of them uh micah dennis uh former pirate radio intern seven yeah. points at a girl micah uh the weish t- uh twins tatiana and talia uh talia finished with eight and tatiana finished with six. Oh man uh, let's see, that's one, two. I'm just counting how many Pirates actually scored. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight different uh, Pirates scored um, and uh, in the game. So they shot uh, a total of 42% from the floor, and uh, they were pretty good on free throws, only missed two during the game. So uh, they picked up a game on Education Day. 6,166 it was the registered attendance of screaming kids screaming and kids they were having a good old time so here is a transfer portal update not uh related to east carolina okay duke quarterback riley leonard is in the in, uh in the transfer portal wow uh his coach transfers so he is transferring as well texas stadium and he is uh really really good chad has a good question uh i think this is for chandler are those guys we're announcing are they transferring or just testing the waters they could be and then uh they're they're gonna come back to mike houston yeah, if they keep finding where maybe they'll come back <laughs> that was a reference to yesterday's just show ch- check the water out see if it's fine if you don't like it come on back dip the toes in they say the devil's water it ain't so sweet you don't have to drink right now but you can dip your feet mm-hmm. every once in a little while you know what this, they always say the grass ain't what always what did you just say i said <laughs> you, know, you know when they know when the noise i was trying to say yeah you know what they say the grass isn't always greener on the other side on the other side uh let's take a break here's what's crazy as we get a break this show has been crazy aaron Rodgers is back practicing football is that not insane yeah he's got those uh ayahuasca 
holistic medicines and it worked uh oh the jokes are flying in Eric says dip the old toes in that cool Arizona tide (laughs) Jamie said check the water out test it Arizona is a great place to do that (laughs) plenty of water on the west coast (laughs) oh we got a new reoccurring joke I love it of course it regards me it all happens organic it's great we don't force it it comes to us Ah, back with you. Cy Seymour joins us when we return after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Washington's favorite place to eat and where all the locals go is down on Main Street. Down on Main Street's famous weekday lunch specials are only $7.99. You can stop by for the house salad with grilled chicken. The half club sandwich with chips are everybody's favorite. The fried shrimp plate. After work, down on Main Street is the perfect spot for dinner and drinks on the patio. Join Down on Main every Wednesday for half price wings from 4 p.m. to close. Down on down on, <laughs> down on Main Street on Main Street in historic downtown Washington. Now let's head back into the show. That was interesting. Well, I tripped over the word, and then he started snickering, and then I just started to lose it. So I was like, let me go ahead and finish this. Down on Main Street. All right, welcome in. Hour three of Pirate Radio Live here on a Wednesday. We're with you three hours a day. We talk ECU athletics. We talk geography. We talk a little bit of everything on the show. You never know where it's uh, where it's going to go each and every day. Right now, we will talk some Pirate Hoops, East Carolina and UNCW in action Thursday night, 7 o'clock, Menji's Coliseum, old CAA rivalry game. And Cy Seymour will be on the ESPN Plus broadcast. He joins us here on Pirate Radio Live to talk some Pirate Hoops. Cy, how you doing today, man? I'm doing great, Clip. How about you, buddy? Everything good? Yes, sir. Doing well and uh, looking forward to a Thursday night and Menji's and we'll be a little more fired up for it if the Pirates could have gone on the road and won a road game against George Mason on Saturday, but that did not happen. And Cy, I'm definitely not writing this team off or this season off, but but on, it's... Uh, Kind of same old song and dance when the Pirates go away from Minji's. Doesn't matter who the coach is, the players are. It is just a, a tough time. And you and the late great voice Jeff Charles uh, made many a road trips where you went, saw a loss, and came back home. And uh, just a, a shame to see. But again, zero and one on the road. They'll have plenty more opportunities, and, and hopefully they can get better and win some of these away from home. Well, it, the road is always difficult. Make no bones about it. It is always difficult when you play especially in basketball. It's hard to explain, but when you look at the records, when you win on the road, you've had a pretty good day. I mean, that's how I look at it. The other day you ran into a – and I looked at it. I, uh, I've i been with Jeff. So since 1998, 25 years, I've never seen us beat Mason at Mason. 25 years. <laughs> Man. They, they, uh, we did beat them uh, at the uh, Verizon Center. It was a non-conference game. 
uh, it was a t- tournament, and we beat them the year after uh, Laranega went to the Final Four. We beat them the next year in a, in a game at the Verizon Center. But, but we've never won down there. I mean, but but the bottom line is, uh, I know ECU wants to get better, and I know when you look at road games, you got you got to win your share of them. But it is difficult for any school to win on the road. It just is. And uh, I think that if you're looking at things to look at that really hit you, is that they shot 58 percent from the field, and they they uh, out rebounded you on the offense offensive glass two to one. That's stuff yeah. you just don't want to happen. Yeah, and, and that has been an issue for this team. I want to get back to that in a moment, Si, but I was going to say maybe I should write off this team because last time I wrote off a guy, it was Quentin DeBunge, and I said, man, I, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't need to see him shooting any more threes. And then the next game, he went 7 of 10 from three, Si. So maybe maybe I need to write somebody off because they'll come back and stuff it in my face like Quentin did. But it just kind of goes to show you night to night, you, you just never know, and you, you hope these guys can put it together consistently like that. Well, that's the key is getting consistent play from everybody. And, and uh, uh, again, this is a, a team that is kind of a veteran bunch. It, it's, a, it's a good t- or a good group. The, the problem is right now is on the defensive end. And yeah. I looked at the film, uh, or I, I looked at the game again this morning, and I thought defensively we weren't terrible. Uh, they just hit everything. They they just shot the ball extremely well. Late in the but, shot clock, uh, too, side They had some killers on Saturday. I know, they, they hit killers. I mean, that's exactly right. But in fairness to, to ECU, I thought we were playing better defensively, but I thought you can't give up. Uh, 16 offensive rebounds. You can't be, get beat in transition. Uh, you know, you get beat in the paint. Uh, fast break points, 13 to 2. That's yeah. the stuff that drives coaches crazy. And you never know what it is. You, you, when you're on the road, the other team's hyped and ready to play. Uh, and, it, and it was, it's just one of those days you, you, you look at it, look at the film, and try to get better. You've had days to get ready for a really good, I mean, a really good. Uh, UNCWT. Cy Seymour joining us. Cy, you coached. You've seen more games courtside than any of us ever will, so you know what you're looking at and what you're talking about. I've seen just a, a, guys getting beat off the ball um, on the perimeter, and, and that you know leads to basically a 5-0-4 after that. Somebody's got to help. There's a man open and can lead to a layup. So there's things as simple as that. What else? What are the other issues with this defense? And, and what do you do in those situations? Do you say, all right, well, we got to go zone and just hope they can't shoot from outside? You know, what are, the, what are the answers? What do they need to do better on that defensive side, do you think? The thing that you have to do always, and I've said this, one of my philosophies has always been do not extend what you can't defend. In other words, if I'm not quick enough, I'm not going to go full-court pressure on you all the time because I can't get back and defend it. Uh, So what you have to do is defend what you can defend. And it probably, with this team, you got to keep them in front of you. you. You can't get a lot in the cheating lanes, I think. But the other part is just basic philosophy on high ball screens. When the center comes out the screen, how are you going to play it? Are you going to go over the top? Are you going to hedge hard? Are you going to let him go underneath? There are. Th- are you going to follow him and trail him? That those are things. And I noticed the other day they worked on them. Or when they did that, they they play different styles of it. They look better than they have. But the the downhill straight dribble drive, you can't let that happen. Everybody should be converging to the paint and not let that happen. Now the problem is. When you converge into the paint and that guy drive and kicks it, if you've got great three-point shooters, they're going to knock them down. So it, it, you got you got to keep them in front of you. 
that's one of the things you have to the other part is uh you're playing a team on on uh, Thursday night if you're ECU that can shoot the three ball. I mean, they got four guys that shoot over forty percent from three, and and uh, and they're very good players. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see how ECU handles it. Now, look, none of this blame, you can't blame your coaching staff. This is their second year. They are trying to assemble their teams right now. Now, does it? And they're still trying to work on things. Did they think they'd be better? Sure, they did. But this is their second year, and you're coming into a new season. It, it's it's nobody's fault. It is how do you adjust and make your adjustments work? Tomorrow night, you're playing a really good team. It'll be interesting to see how ECU defends against a really well coached and good UNCW team. We got a lot of uh, staples uh, on this team side with RJ, BJ, Ezra uh, that we know. Bobby Pettiford has come in, played a lot, and, and played pretty well. Let me ask you about a couple of the the big men. And I remember talking to you early in the year about you know will they make an impact this year? Uh, Sir Malanga it looks like uh, Schwartz is doing what he can to to get him some time to eat some minutes inside if he can, and hasn't made a huge impact yet. Uh, Callum Richards been on the court uh, a little bit. He played against George Mason a little bit. So uh, is this just a, a case of Schwartz trying to get him some experience? Do you think they make an impact by the end of this year, or or do you use the words you know raw and uh, and you know projects uh, with these big men? Well, I think always you need at least one shot blocker. I, I think you need that in today's game for the dribble drive guys, and so I think they will be getting playing time, and it could be both of them. Uh, I think what you have to look at is. You you really got to get good play out of Pettiford, Walker, DeBunge, Zar, Johnson, and Felton. They are for sure. You know those are guys that have to do good things for your ball club. And uh, and, and and really, when you look at it, Bobby Pettiford has played really three full games, four five, four full games. And what I'm saying this year, he's never played a lot at Kansas, and and so now he's he's on the college level. So you got to look at that. He's not had a lot of game big time. I'm talking about dumb minutes, not as much as these other kids. But Jaden Walker can really help your ball club. Uh, jay has got to shoot it well. Lazar's got to uh, got to get his game in there. Brandon's got to be the leader. And R.J. Felton. It's not a bad ball club. These are good players that can really get it done. And the coaching staff is excellent. Then the other guys, you put them in when you need them. Uh, and 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 so, and again. When you're in your second year, you've had some of them run what you lost your point guard from last year that, that started earlier in the season. By the way, we lead in Oklahoma State right now. I mean, he's playing well. Yeah. But you, but you came on strong at the end of the year with Walker. He did a really good job. So and now you got Bobby Pettiford with him. So you're you you got the pieces now. How do you play it? And then if you see it, we're a step slow, let's back off a little bit. Or how do we guard the ball? Strings different. If Sears in the game, you might. Cheat a little bit harder, so if somebody comes by, Malanga can help you, or the other big man. You know that's that's what you're doing. But but the truth is, it's early. You keep working on it, and uh, the problem is, you know, their first non their first conference game, I think, is FAU at FAU. Yep. Who destroyed Virginia Tech the other night? I was going to bring them up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I watched it. And it was 36 with two minutes to go. They were beating Virginia Tech, who's a really good basketball team. They were putting on a clinic against them. Yeah, uh, they can shoot it. They're experienced. They're a Final Four team. But can we get there? Yes. 
I watched uh, I was our old friend Steve Rockefort, uh, Texas A&M, Buzz Williams taking on FAU. FAU hung 96 on the number 12 team in the country, beat them, and then went out and, uh, like you said, put it on Virginia Tech 84-50. to Since uh, a little slip-up, and, and those happen, side, but since losing to Bryant, they have scored 91, 96, and 84. It's like an NBA team uh, putting up points, and they got uh, Liberty coming up next. Yeah, and they can shoot. See, they they can shoot the basketball. They really knock down shots, and and it's like four guys that can knock them down. And the big guy in the middle from Canada is really tough. Yeah, he he's a, he's a rim protector. So they do a lot of nice things, and they're they're unselfish. That they are. If you could if you could use the word team, they are. They're not selfish. They play within their system. Give a credit to their coaching staff, and and and. Mike Schwartz is getting his team to try to get there. They're just not there yet. But I'd never give up on, on this coaching staff or these kids because this is just another year in development. That's that's what it is. And it, you, you can never blame a guy in the second year of his tenure. You know, you just can't do that. He, he did good at the end of the year last year. Now let's see how he can continue to make them grow this year. And that's that's what you do. Cy Seymour joining us, Cy, when Brandon Johnson was out, RJ uh, did all he could to carry the team, and uh, he is an absolute warrior, and you see him go out on Saturday and uh, and, and have a rough one uh, scoring, um, and now I'm on the wrong uh, box score here, but he uh, had a rough one against George uh, Mason, and you just expect him to come out and play a lot better. He had five points on two of ten shooting, and you know, I'll give him one of those because he plays so dang hard, but I expect him to come out. He's a guy that plays with a lot of pride, and uh, I think he'll have a much, much better evening Thursday than he did on Saturday. Yeah, and and really, this is crazy to say, though. You miss, two, you, you miss Brandon Johnson for two games, and you lose two games. That you, may, you probably wouldn't have lost yeah. Brandon. But but maybe that helps you. Yeah. You know, maybe may, maybe you find things that you need to do different or how it, you can it disguises kids. And now you say, wait a minute, we got to get more out of this kid. You, you know, so not having not having Brandon for a couple games and you lose a couple of them makes you look at things a little bit differently now with all the kids in place. And Brandon's still not full back. I mean, he's playing hard, but. But R.J. Felton will give you every. – you're right. R.J. Felton's going to give you everything. There's a reason that coaches vote him and Rodgers vote him second team in the American. That's about as high as we've ever been. Yeah. I mean, and and he's that good a player, and he's, he's not going to let you down much. Consistent play is all, what he's always been about, especially consistent effort. He's going to give you everything he's got. Si, uh, anything you can tell us about uh, to Corey Faison? Uh, I, I hadn't been with the team, and uh, we were excited for him coming out of Goldsboro. But uh, is he is he still a part of the team right now, or, or do you know anything moving forward with him? I really don't know that much about the situation because th- we played so many games. I could we not talked about it, yeah. uh, but whatever it is, he, he's. I'm, I'm thinking he's probably not going to be back this year. But are they in communication with him? I don't know, and. He's not a bad kid. He's just a young kid that things hadn't gone right for him. And, and, and so I don't think it's anything crazy, yeah. but I'm sure the coaches are handling it the right way. If there's anything Mike Schwartz does, he handles things the right way with these kids. And either they're in constant contact with him or he'll move on. I, and I don't know which one it is because I hadn't talked to anybody. But, but it's the right thing to do for the program. 
handful of the young men, I can tell you that, whatever they've done. Uh, interesting stretch of games here for the Pirates. They got the rivalry game with UNCW. That's going to be fun Thursday night in Minji, 7 o'clock. So I'll be on the ESPN Plus call. They've got uh, UMES coming up on Monday, Maryland Eastern Shore. After that, uh, the following next Saturday, they'll have South Carolina at home. That'll be a fun one. And then they got Florida in that neutral site game December 14th. So tough stretch here for East Carolina. By the way, uh, myself, Chandler, and Coach Mack will be here watching that uh, Florida ECU game side. I know you won't be on the ESPN Plus call, so if uh, you want to make the trip from New Bern to Greenville, you, you're welcome to come hang out with us. We'll feed you and, and watch the game and have fun. Well, that is a good group. I will say that, King. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, Chandler's yeah. smiling right now. He's got his fingers crossed. Look, I'm going to put the invite out to Cy. If he can make it, great. If not, we understand. Uh, but that is a, that's a tough non-conference stretch coming up for these guys. Yeah, really. And listen, I've been impressed. Look, look, George Mason's a tough non-conference. Now you're coming up with those two. And I'm going to tell you, people don't understand, that, that little tournament, that, that little three-day deal, nobody was bad. That was, that was a lot of fun to watch and intense basketball for three days. The only reason Georgia Southern, they were missing two, two guys that are major impact players that didn't make the trip. They missed a transfer from Ohio State and then one of their top scorers. It would have changed. No telling how that thing would have gone. How much fun was Kennesaw, Si? They, they were fun every game, weren't they? Yeah, Kennesaw's great. And and listen, Northeastern was really fun to play. They're solid. They're, you know, they're just solid. And and so when you really were there, you said, "My goodness, this is a lot." And then I watched, I watched uh, one of the games with uh, who was it? Kennesaw and and Northeastern. That was a heck of a game. I mean, a heck of a ball game. <laughs> so so it was a lot of fun. But I think it's a good thing. I really appreciate Time Bank for doing that. Yeah. Because that gives you a chance to really look at your kids in a different way, three days of it. And I, I thought it was good for all three, all four schools to be in one site like that, and it happened to be in eastern North Carolina. I think it was a really great event. for. Now, I know a lot of people didn't show for those games, but it's a great event, and the more you do that, the more people will show. Yeah, hopefully we can keep that rolling. Uh, really cool to have three straight days of hoops in Minji's Coliseum for a hoops junkie like Cy Seymour. Uh, he's all over that. Um, Cy, I like to ask you this early in the season every year. Uh, have you noticed anything different with officiating? Uh, they calling it tighter, looser, uh, anything new with the block charge? Uh, anything kind of stood out to you officiating here early on? The offici- To me, the officiating is the best it's ever been. I know we fuss with officials, but the officiating is the best that it's ever been. I, I, you've just seen it get better and better over 30, 40 years. I mean, and these guys try to do it right every day. They're in communication with uh, the coaches, they talk it. Uh, and I've always, bottom line is, anytime it's a block charge, I, if I'm the one that loses it, I'm going to get up and yell. <laughs> if, if I'm the coach that loses the block charge, yep. like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> it is such a hard call to make. And and these guys do a great job with it. And uh, I just think the officiating has been fun to watch and grow in the past 15, 20 years. It's really gotten strong. And, and, and the replay helps. The re- replay helps, and they don't mind making a call and say, let's go to replay. And yeah. And so, no, I, I don't see any major changes. Uh, the block charge is still hard. They're trying to define it and make it easier. It's just a hard call to make. So, But but overall, it's very rare. If they miss a call, I'll say, it looks like you missed that call. But these guys are good. 
these 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 officials are really good, and it's hard. These kids are quick. It's a lot of quick steps, a lot of plays. I just I enjoy it so much. It's just just fun to watch. Cy Seymour joining us talking hoops here on Pirate Radio Live. Cy will let you run. Uh, the commanders say goodbye to Jack Del Rio. I know a couple weeks ago you said you're not ready to get rid of Ron, but uh, I, I don't know, Cy. You might want to get ready for it because I think it's Ron, coming. Ron is gone, but nine, nine new draft picks. So, you know, I think what we're doing is saying, here we go. You know what I mean? We are going to make the changes. We're yeah. Get when you traded the Youngs and the people like that, yeah. you are going after draft picks and starting over. And then you'll get an all-new staff. Your front office is going to get everybody new. I mean, that's well, the just being painted. And maybe it'll be, uh, you look at jobs that are going to be open. Of course, the Panthers, the Raiders, maybe we're the most attractive because we got a quarterback that we like, I think. So maybe maybe a, a coach will want to come to Washington. Listen, I, I put out the other day to my buddies here that are Cowboy fans, I said, we're going after Harbaugh from Michigan. <laughs> Reason is, he may be the greatest cheater in the world, and we need all the help we can get. Yes, sir. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. So we're going to try, I guess. Uh, Cy, great stuff, man. We'll see you in Minji's Coliseum coming up Thursday night for a big one. Always look forward to it, Cliff. Take care of yourself. Cy Seymour joining us to talk Pirate Hoops here on a Wednesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. It'll be ECU and UNCW. And, uh, Ken Watlington, optimistic about his Seahawks. They are coming off a win over Florida Gulf Coast, 71-55. to Weird one before that. They got blown out by App State, 86-56. to They have been pretty solid outside of that. They beat Murray State uh, by two earlier this year. So they are a uh, good team coming in here. Ken said they will be uh, fun to watch as well. Pressing, getting up and down, shooting from the outside, going to be fun. Uh, and hopefully the Pirates are prepared and ready to go. They need to bounce back in a big way after an ugly performance up at George Mason. All right, let's take a break. When we return, we'll have a little Nutcracker preview for you. And more as we roll on Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. What else is in the treasure chest, you ask? How about a $50 gift card to Aiden Golf and Country Club and Farm Bureau Golf Swag? A package of that from Brandon Manning, our buddy B-Man. Do you like subs? Do you like a number seven, Mike's Way, no tomatoes? Me too. $100 gift card, Jersey Mike's, in the treasure chest. This chest is loaded. It's going to be a fun December. And uh, you'll have your chance to win beginning next Monday on Pirate Radio Live. Take a break, come back, have more for you after these words. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. The Buccaneer Music Hall has all the fun for your Sunday Funday covered. Every Sunday, kick off the day at the Buck. 
They have the largest uh, 4K screen in Greenville, along with 18 TVs, so you don't miss a single uh, second of the action. They'll have mimosa uh, mimosa specials. I'd like to buy a vowel today. Charlie's Uh, struggling. Man! A Bloody Mary menu and pizza all day from Pizza Hut. And don't forget the weekly jersey giveaway that starts at 5 o'clock. Score every Sunday at the Buck. Now let's head back into the show. I'm going to go figure out what happened to my command of the English language. Good luck with that. Uh, By the way, we have a Buck gift basket in the treasure chest. Day one of the treasure chest coming up next Monday. We'll open it up at least one time a show, every show in December. We got a Buck gift basket, gift card from the Buck, BTs, King Max, and an NFL jersey. And that was a big hit last year and will be a big hit once again coming up this year in the 2023 Pirate Radio Treasure Chest. It is treasure chest season. It is also nutcracker season. And here to talk about it is Kelsey Von Klim, who joins us on the Pirate Radio Live line as Dance Arts Theater gets ready for another year of the Nutcracker. Kelsey, appreciate your time. How are you doing today? I'm doing so well. Thank you for having me. You are very welcome. And uh, my daughter is a past performer in the Nutcracker. I know a lot of folks tuned in have had friends, family members, uh, or just fans of going to see it. So uh, a lot of people are familiar with this. For folks that aren't, uh, Kelsey, give us the background on the Nutcracker and uh, why folks should be excited about seeing it this year. Well, this is truly a holiday family favorite for so many. And this will be our 31st season of Dance Arts Theater presenting um, this classic ballet. We'll be coming in on December 9th and 10th at Wright Auditorium on ACU's campus. And this year will actually be accompanied by the New Carolina Sinfonia under the baton of Jorge Richter. There's going to be three performances, so a wonderful opportunity. On Saturday, December 9th, we have a 2 p.m. and a 7 p.m. matinee. And then on Sunday, we have a 2 p.m. matinee as well. And um, But one thing that just makes this ballet special that we would really like to get the community involved is that throughout the years, Dance Arts Theater has contributed more than 320000 to the Children's Miracle Network hospitals. And this year, the cast made up of 125 kids. We're going to continue that tradition. All of the net proceeds to, from that weekend are going to benefit the Maynard Children's Hospital at ECU Health and Medical Center in Greenbelt. So we just really want to kind of spread the word and come together as a community because as amazing and as professional as this ballet is and such a special classic tradition to so many, it's actually more than that. And it's a time to come together, um, you know, during the holidays and just to spread what the holidays are truly all about and giving back to our community. Yeah, that is fantastic. Uh, December 9th, that's uh, a Saturday, two shows, 2 o'clock matinee and 7 o'clock evening show, and then Sunday the 10th, 2 o'clock, and people can go to Nutcracker Ballet um, DAT.com. Is that right? And, and buy tickets? That's correct. We have tickets for adults are $40, kids are 34 and if you come in groups of 10 or more, you actually do get a discount. Um, and tickets are on sale right now at tickets.ecu.edu. Okay. There's lots of different ways to go about it. What is your, uh, this might be like asking, you know, your favorite kid, but what is your favorite part of the show, Kelsey? Do you have a favorite part? That's such a good question. You know, um, I have danced many roles myself in the Nutcracker, and I will say that probably my most favorite 
is the party scene. It is there's so many different little um, little special nuggets that are inside of the party scene that really just kind of pull the audience into and where you become a part of the show. And I think that's definitely my favorite. Um, growing up, I absolutely loved watching the Sugar Plum dance with the Cavalier and watching the magic unfold. And um, yeah, I think I think the party scene would have to be the highlight for me personally. Well, it certainly is a Greenville staple, and it's uh, it's really neat and to see generations pass through, and, uh, and once again, going to be another couple of uh, great days at the Wright Auditorium, as it'll be December 9th and 10th, and uh, three shows, as you said. Kelsey, anything else uh, we need to know about the Nutcracker coming up? We hope to fill the auditorium. We hope for people to come together, whether you have been a part of it, like you said, or this is something new. We are hoping to really just fill the seat and to enjoy the holiday and kick off the holiday season at the Nutcracker. Yeah, and not a bad uh, early Christmas gift for your loved one as well. You can buy these tickets and people will really appreciate them. Uh, Well, Kelsey, uh, good luck with the show. I know it'll be awesome and uh, appreciate you joining us. Thank you so much. All right, there is Kelsey Von Klim joining us on the Pirate Radio Live Line, another year of the Nutcracker coming up and i need to uh go about potentially getting judy and lily some tickets because they would appreciate it chandler you a nutcracker guy you a ballet guy you ever uh i know you nutcracker guy you linemen are light on your toes yep you ever do any ballet growing up no didn't do any ballet gymnastics Mm, no anything uh in the neighborhood in the family might have done yoga one time you might have might have can you confirm you've done yoga mm, no nah, i can't so i, <laughs> so I guess I, I guess i never did well why would you say you might have because I, I in my head i thought maybe i've done that before but yeah and when you want proof and i don't have it then i guess it just never happened i can guarantee i've never done yoga before i think i have you think you have yeah you might have i know i did some deep breathing one time how'd that go pretty good cleared the mind hmm what's in that mind of yours oh man do you want to know the west coast (laughs) you're dreaming of the west coast i am still living with your ghost lonely and dreaming of the west coast he was talking about arizona in that song Uh, can i say the joke that i said off the air earlier uh yeah well do you need a setup first of all will sure what what would be a good setup i can't remember what it was now but i remember i chuckled oh chandler uh was listening to some tunes i think it was the eagles uh the other day yeah i was just i was just taking it easy oh absolutely by the way in that song when they say they're standing on a corner in winslow arizona i always thought that was the beach (laughs) 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 hey bailey did you think that was funny hey bailey come on Chris says, you know, Sean did some clogging down there in Sampson County. No, but that is a popular uh, hobby down there in Sampson County. You seem more like a pig call kind of guy. Yeah. Sui! Corner, the hollering contest. Yeah. Chad said, you would think a long snapper would be into ballet. Chad said he did some gymnastics in elementary school. He was a college offensive lineman. I know my brother, there was this thing when my brother was, uh, 
when he was in the uh, preschool, they used to have this thing called the tumble bus. And it was this bus that would come to the tumble bus. That sounded like you said tumble bus. Tumble bus. I know, but it sounded like you said tumble bus. And that's why I snickered because I'm like, that's not how you say that. Oh, the tumble bus. But it was a bus with no seats in it. And you can just go in there and tumble your day away. Did it move? Did it ride down the road? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there was a there was a driver's seat, but like where the seats are, like in the bus, there, there was nothing there. I swear that was a thing. No, That's, it was a thing. It was a thing because my godson used to be called the tumble bus. It's called the tumble bus. Yes, it's correct. How do you? How is that allowed to put kids in a vehicle with no? Uh, They're not driving it. I just asked you, did they ride down the road? No. Well, you said yes. The way you asked is like, does can it can it be driven? Of course it can. It's a bus. <laughs> it was Jerome Bettis yeah. carrying the kids tumbling all over. Him. Uh, what kind of bus did you drive right around the school? <laughs> yeah, that was the Dumble bus. <laughs> oh man! Actually, you know what? Jokes Wah. on you. Jokes Wah. on you. Wah. I I never rode the bus. Yeah, I wasn't a bus rider either. I never rode the bus. I rode the bus one time with a friend. I didn't like it, and I hate. I was like, "What am I doing on this bus? I don't deserve. I don't need to be doing this." Did you say deserve? <laughs> I don't deserve this. I don't deserve to be on this bus. Nobody right now. deserves this. I was yeah. like, "What is? What is this?" I had to do that with my friend. I remember, like, I got to find the bus number. The seat. I'd never done it before. I know it's uh, man. I remember all day asking him, hey, you going to meet me outside? You going to meet me outside so you can like show me what bus it is? I was like scared. I remember my, uh, depending on work schedules, I would pick, I was usually picked up by my, my grandfather. Yeah. At A.G. Cox, I just walked right across the road to my grandma's house. But at, at, at the car rider line. I would be a picked up by my granddad, but I remember late in his uh, picking me up tenure, he got a little older and uh, probably couldn't see as well and also didn't care about anything. When you get a certain age, you just don't care. And uh, Did he hit something? I just remember he on? drilled a mirror with his mirror. Oh, boy. And just kept, I was just like, it never happened. He said, I ain't stopping. And me and my friend were looking at each other like, he hit that mirror, right? And yeah, his mirror was all like bent in. Yeah, it was like gone. He didn't even. Uh, just another day at the office that was i mean that's one of like my key childhood memories is your grand one of your grandparents picking you up from school yeah yeah that was all pretty cool and yep. then, then that one day i had to get on that bus and i was like what am i doing on this bus man where my grandma where my grandpa i was like dude why can't my grandma or grandpa not pick me up but i gotta get on this stupid bus i'm on this bus with matt and people were tumbling around <laughs> chris floyd drove the drunk bus at ecu before they got rid of it mm oh man that still runs at least when i was in school you know earlier we talked about know when to fold them know when to wave the white flag yeah i had a bad ecu bus experience where i would not wave the white flag Uh uh-oh what happened do tell orientation um and i went to pit before so i was like older than everybody and i guess i thought i knew or was just pretending i knew what i was doing and it was like um all right, so just so everybody knows, this bus goes here and here. Is everybody on the right bus? And oh, you've told me this story. At that point, <clears throat> I was it was too late. I was like George Costanza. I was like, "Where I'm on this bus?" 
And I know this ain't the bus I'm supposed to be on. But I'm on it. this bus. I'm man. on this bus. I'm going for the ride. So he went to stop one, stop two, stop three, did the full circle, and I was the only one left on the bus. And instead of just getting off, instead of just sneaking off, I was like, I'm taking this a step further. I'm going to make up a story as to why I'm on the right bus, but I'm still here. And I was like, yeah, I left my cell phone in a building. I'll be right back. But I just never returned because it was the wrong bus. But I wanted the driver to think that I was on the right bus. And you made that driver think that you were coming back, and you never did. Never. He's still waiting. Still sitting there. I think I saw that bus on the way to work this morning. <laughs> He's still. He said, hey, is that Clip Rock guy coming back? <laughs> I said, oh, the guy from 2005? (laughs) No, he's not. He's getting his phone. But he was on the right bus. That's his bus. That's his bus. He'll be right back. I was not wrong. Give him 10 minutes. I like to just go with the story, man. I don't like to admit defeat. (laughs) Man, dude, just say I'm on the wrong bus, dude. Never. Just say you're on the wrong bus. I'm sure the guy knew, too, like I was on the wrong bus. He was like, yeah, right. This guy's on the wrong bus. He probably saw my cell phone, like, bulging out of my pocket. (laughs) (laughs) Is that a cell phone, or you're just on the wrong bus? (laughs) You must be on the wrong bus. (laughs) Let's take a break. When we return, I don't know what is coming up free for all how about that i've been told via email to look out to email that (laughs) y'all still get emails man talk about uh emails man i've been told to keep an eye on this quarterback oh man i got an email about this quarterback man from the holy cross man matthew sluka 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 from holy cross watch his highlights already I've been uh, a source has said someone told me about this guy today. Dot 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 that many dots? You got this email. Look at it for yourself. Oh, I did. Look at the amount of dots on this freaking email. Hey, the more dots, the more serious it is. Well, how many how how serious is this? Uh seriously serious. And I can see it on your damn face. Keep an eye on his name in the portal. Okay, source. Matt Sluka. I'll open the portal and just stare at his name and see what happens. Wow. Holy, holy cross, folks. Dot, 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 dot. And when someone tells you to keep an eye on somebody, yep. you best believe you're going to keep your eye on that guy. Matt Sluka. By the way, I watched his highlights. You know how, like, draft guys do comps? He has the same throwing motion as Shane Carden. Mmm. Okay. Oh. OC quarterback combo. Oh, my God. Carden Sluka. Oh, my God. Super, I think we just connected the dots. Super throw Jimmy Sluka. Pressed, uh, Preston said, you know you rode the bus with Coach Baggett for them ball games. That's, that's different. Riding on a, a sports app bus to a game is different than going home. You're with your friends. You're with your bros. You're having fun. Those are the most fun bus rides. Cutting up on the bus. Oh, yeah. That was different. I didn't know how to act on that bus that day. Like, everybody's, like everybody does that every day. Yeah. It was my first time hey, ever. looking around like, how do I'm like, do this? Whoa, whoa. Where are we going to first? Like, who gets dropped off first? What happens if you miss your spot? You just stay on that bus forever? <laughs> you just stay on the bus, and then you just say, hey, I left my phone in that building over there. Also, surely I saw a Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, 
and that was a bus scene and that made me scared of buses forever thought freddy krueger was on every children's bus oh man are people still listening to this <laughs> back with you after this You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. The Dow was up 13 points today. Closed out at 35,430. The NASDAQ dropped 23 points at 14,258 and the S&P was down 4 at 4,550. That is your Wells Fargo Advisors stock market report for a personal look into investing. Call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors LLC member SIPC. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Shirley, can we cut out the last break and me and Chandler do a bonus today and give our great advertisers uh, some love live on the air on during sure. the show because people are going to hear that more than they listen to the commercial break so this is like a, an extra bonus uh i missed a uh a line in the chat that chandler told me about chad said uh his granddad picked him up late one day because he put his watch on upside down <laughs> that is, that's crazy no way that's true <laughs> That is some grandpa stuff, though, though. Chad's grandpa had one of the all-time cool names. Laddie. <laughs> Laddie. Uncle Hello, Laddie. 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 It's a cool name, ain't it? Very much so. Laddie Honeycutt. I'll go with that. What are you going to name your kids? Uh, I don't know. When I was younger, I was a big Star Wars fan. And I said at like the age of eight or nine, I don't know why at the age of nine, you would be thinking about your kids names <laughs> but like i said that, like, i said like when i have kids the boy's name would be anakin oh i thought you were gonna say luke no anakin honeycutt do you still feel strongly about that a- anakin was a really cool name i thought nah nah what a girl named anna anna middle I- name ken Ooh, <laughs> that would Anna Ken. Ken is kind of a dude's name, so maybe that <laughs> wouldn't work. Um, let's see. Now, what are y'all talking about? My wife wants to go on vacation to a warm beach this winter. Oh, here we Eric. go. Here we go. I was having trouble thinking of a beach she's never been to, but thanks to Chandler, I just booked an entire week at a resort in Phoenix. Jamie says, I heard the water is crystal clear out there. The crabs are plentiful, too, from what Eric hears. Uh, See, Chan, this is how it goes. This will be a joke forever on Pirate Radio Live. I don't know about forever, but, I mean, it will last a pretty good while. Tyler says, Chan is young, Clip. He grew up on the prequels. Yeah. I didn't watch uh, those I, until recently. But I did watch the original trilogy. That was the first thing I watched. I'm not a huge Star Wars fan. I'll tell you what I like, what I really, really like. Um, Spice Girl? I like the um, 
planet of the apes movies and they're coming out with another one of those next year i don't know why i like those so much but i really like those movies and i'm excited there's another one coming out and steve hill told me there's an imax coming to greenville i heard that too and on the other side of town yep i want to watch that in imax i wish they had had imax closer to me when the second top gun movie came out because i think that would have been really cool i saw um oh i can't remember the name of the movie it was um the movie that sandra bullock was in where she's out in space i can't remember the the title of it right off the top that might be it but uh, anyway, I, I got to see that in IMAX, and that was actually pretty cool. And I saw one of the Star Wars movies in IMAX. Gravity. Yes. Okay. Good job. Name that movie. I've never seen a movie in IMAX, but I have been to an IMAX theater where they just like, feel like it was like rock climbing or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Do one of them deals. But I've never seen a movie in one of those. Myrtle Beach have Myrtle Beach have Yeah, IMAX. I think that's where I was, yeah. maybe. Uh, Jamie says, which Spice Girl do you like the best? um let's see you got posh you got sporty you got scary you got uh probably beckham's wife that's posh spice there was baby spice was the last one you were missing posh spice are there only spice sporty spice Uh, baby spice yeah scary spice yeah i was a posh yeah posh guy who you like john uh i'm not familiar with their game but uh the prettiest is probably who's the prettiest who's the prettiest, who's the prettiest of, of them all jamie likes sporty yeah i like sporty spice but oh who's this shirley who's john like who's down the end here oh that's baby spice baby spice give me baby spice. you're a baby spice guy yeah he kind of got a baby face yeah baby spice let's hit those great sponsors as we wrap up the show today all right who we got what we got shirley carolina caliber uh need a gun need to protect yourself are you like bryce williams and want to go hunting you need a license carolina caliber uh atlantic wireless i need a cell phone we all do you can't live without them these days Atlantic Wireless will hook you up. Go to Arizona for Pacific Wireless, but we got it right back here in our backyard. <laughs> Atlantic Wireless. Orthopedic Z's. Ah, Ow! Ah, man. man, my joints. Mm. Good gracious, my my back is spinal. We need to get that checked out at Orthopedic Z's. They will take care yeah. of you. Um, Stroud Marine. Uh, did the motor in your boat blow up? Well, guess what? Take it to Stroud Marine. They'll get it fixed. Hey, the great part about that, fixes up the parts, gets them right for your boat. Absolutely. Yep. And you're back on the water just like that. Atavola. I want something very... Home fun. of the very delicious fettuccine Alfredo. Fettuccine. We have a staple in the Brock household. My girls love, and I mean love, the pasta salad so i'll go there get that as a side dish for what we're cooking because they love the pasta salad that much great place to dine right off of red banks road go see them farmer's home furniture i need something to sit in and i might need a new mattress maybe i might need something if i'm sitting in something but i need somewhere to put my cup um there's no nightstand or you know 
Oh, man, I need somewhere to put my clothes. Where's a drawer? You can get all that at uh, Farmer's Home Furniture. And Seared Chop House. Put your drinks on the nightstand? Or, or a stand beside your couch or beside your bed or something. Okay, fair enough. Uh, you want a good cut of beef? Ooh, maybe a good steak? Maybe a good salad? Seared Chop House. Like, I, I want to go and get a steak anywhere that's named Chop House. Mm-hmm. I just feel like that just gives it an extra yeah. spice oh, to it. Geez. No doubt. It could have been just Seared Steakhouse, which is, you know, whatever. Steakhouse is great. Chop House. But Chop House. Chop House. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go to that. Like, if he said, let's go to Seared Steakhouse or Seared Chop House, I'd say Chop House all day. Oh, 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 oh. That's it, boys. Shirley, see you manana. Yep. Chan, great show. See you tomorrow yeah. as well. Wasn't my best, wasn't my worst, but man, got to do better tomorrow. We got through it. Gotta Thursday. Got to go to the film. Three o'clock, all new edition of Pirate Radio Live. We'll talk to ECU Hall of Famer Marcus Crandall. Ariel Epstein will join us to talk some odds and more. And we'll preview ECU and UNCW. So a uh, big show on Thursday. We'll talk to you then. For the crew, I'm Clip Brock. Jeff Charles, take us home. Have a great night, Eastern Carolina. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.